Please stand clear of the doors. Por favor, manténganse alejado de las puertas. Welcome aboard the Walt Disney World Express Monorail, our highway in the sky. For those of you standing, please hold on to the handrails throughout our journey and stay clear of the doors. For the comfort of others, no smoking, please. Thank you. Hiya, folks. You're listening to Two Men and the Mouse, episode 153 on the White Dragon Podcast Network, recorded live on November the 27th, 2017. This is your weekly guide to the magic of Walt Disney World and the larger Disney universe beyond it. My name is Kevin Kessler, and I am joined, as always, by my good buddy, Peter Mandel. Hey, Kevin. I did this without a uh, script today, so I stumbled. I could tell it was like a little remix. Yeah, right. (laughs) Folks, we are two lifelong Disney fanatics who have managed to keep the magic of Disney alive in our lives every day, and we want to share that magic with you. So pull up a chair, gather the family, or pop in your favorite set of headphones, and let's experience the magic together. Pete? Kevin? What is going on, my friend? Welcome back. Yeah, I'm I'm back in New Jersey. Back on the show, too. We had had two shows without you, so... Let me tell you, I honestly, in in not just, of course, this show, but Mm -hmm. my life in general, I feel like I've been gone forever. I know it sounds weird, but... It just, you know, a long trip followed by adjustment period and nonstop work. I, I just, you know, it's been crazy. Well, I mean, I'm happy to have you back. We had two, uh, we had two pretty, we had two really good episodes while you were gone. We had, um, we had uh, um, uh, the guys from the Disney Dads podcast on. Um, we talked about Disney Vacation Club. Uh, that okay. was uh, Jason and Justin came on and, and talked about that. I finally understand DVC. So, got it. <laughs> And then we had our our buddy Dave Weikert last episode come in to answer listener email. I'm sorry, I know you love those email bag episodes. But I really do. I, know. I do. I know, but uh, we. I are, know Dave loves them also. I know we've got an awesome episode for you guys today. We are foregoing the news this week, uh, but the news, as always, brought to you by Dave Weikert of Magical Travel, who will plan your Disney vacation for you at no additional cost to you. Uh, we are foregoing the news though because we we missed a couple weeks, so we've got a lot of news piled up. And I but I really wanted to get to Pete's trip, so we will be doing an all news episode very soon. But I really want to talk to Pete about his Walt Disney World vacation. So I mean, are you psyched to do that? Relive yeah, it all? Yeah, you know. It's- it's funny, you and I haven't even really talked about it. No, so. no, I, I purposely wasn't because I was trying to save it all for the air. Um, right. But, uh, which is funny, like, you know, how we, like, you know, I want to ask you about things like just regularly, but I'm just like, yeah, yeah, I should save it all. <laughs> um, I mean, I know a couple of things from when you text me, but before we get to that, Pete, I have to, ma- I've been teasing a major announcement now for what seems like about a month. Oh, I like announcements. Yeah, so... Um, <clears throat> The and I, I kept no, uh, I, I've been saying, uh, I've been telling the listeners, uh, that it was coming and it was coming in the next episode, and then we missed like three weeks in a row, so <laughs> real the, nice, yeah, yeah. So they've kind of been ready to kill me on the uh, two men in the mouse Facebook discussion group, and um, so you remember when we, um, when two men in the mouse was part of passholder.club, the Disney news website, yes, yes, yep. well, um. I have reconnected with Jamie, who initially ran that site, um, and I assisted with, and we are actually launching a new project together, specifically for the Two Men in the Mouse community, um, and and the greater Disney community at large. It is uh, it's going to be themouser.com, a place for all mousers to come together. It's going to feature Disney news. It's going to feature this show. It's going to nice. have uh, yep, yeah, it's going to have the Mouse in Our House podcast on there as well, as well as Storybook Radio uh, with Storybook Julius, and uh, you know the Mouse in Our House with Monica and Manny. Um, 
And we're going to have news. We're going to have blogs. We're going to have regular opinion pieces um, and video content. Video content is going to be a big seller for this because it, it's going to be um, like like there are going to be things we're going to do like, you know, souvenirs and snacks for under five bucks. I wanted to do kind of like a Rachel Ray $30 a day kind of thing, but in Disney. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. And we're also a lot of like BuzzFeed style videos where like it's just like, you know, text and footage to give people like some background information on some of their favorite attractions as well as some helpful tips for them. So uh, I really want this to be a community for the entire Mouser uh, community that we've you know, come to know and love over the years. We are currently looking for folks that are, are looking to blog. Um, so, I mean, there's a limited number of spaces, but I definitely, you know, if anyone out there wants to uh, contribute, feel free to reach out via my Facebook page, which is facebook.com uh, slash Kevin J. Kessler author. And uh, Peter Mandel said he'd be writing for the site. Yeah, I was going to say, do I have to go to your Facebook page? Yeah, I think no, no, I no. Like we, yeah, we, we, you know, uh, planning with Pete is. Uh, I want it to be a regular. Uh, oh, nice. Yeah, because I mean, you know, you know, like you like to write about the planning, and I do. It's my bag. Yep, totally your bag. So, yep. Right now, if you go there, um, it's just kind of like uh, coming coming soon. The dot com, uh, but it is going to be, um, uh, you know, relaunch. It's gonna be launching in December. We have a soft opening date of December the fifteenth. Uh, as long as everything can get done by then. And I'm very, very excited for this new project. I think it's going to really help us. Uh, you know, my goal with the mouser.com, Pete, it, it's, you know, like this, nobody's getting rich from this. It's it's a labor of love. And it's going to be, I want it to be a way where the audience can feel like they're in Disney every single day. So I want to do that with as many live streams as possible. I mean, I would, ideally, I'm hoping eventually we'll get to the point where we can live stream daily. But, you know, in the beginning, we're, we're going to commit to a couple times a week to live stream and, you know, just kind of see how the snowball rolls. So now, which which December 15th launch is going to be bigger, uh, this Mouser.com or uh, Last Jedi? Uh, wow, that's true. That is the Last Jedi date, isn't it? Um, well, I'm I'm hoping the Mouser.com will be a, will be a big hit. But obviously, you know, the Last Jedi is the Last Jedi. Going toe to toe. I am. I'm taking it to. to <laughs> I'm taking it to George Lucas. You know, through Disney. I'm really looking forward to it. We were originally thinking about launching um, in the new year, but I, I, I really want to cover the Christmas season just because it has been so wonderful this year down here for Christmas. So, oh, that's awesome. Yep, yep. Very, very excited. Um, so ready to hop into uh your tr- your trip report. So the way we're gonna do it is I've polled the audience on our Facebook discussion group and they have asked you a bunch of questions. Oh so, nice. Yep. So we'll answer those questions, then we'll take a break, and then we'll come back and we can kind of do a blow by blow report. If okay, that's cool. Sounds with you. Great. All right, cool. Um <clears throat> Also, folks, this segment is brought to you by Beyond the Wisdom of Walt by Jeff Barnes. You all remember the Wisdom of Walt, uh, the the help book that allows you guys to walk through the footsteps of Walt Disney um, and how he created Disneyland. This one takes you through the creation of Walt Disney World. And, you know, it's a little bit more close to home for our, our listening audience. We're going to have Jeff in very soon. Can't wait to talk to him about that. Oh, so, nice. I got to yeah, pick that up. Absolutely. That yeah. the, the book is called Beyond the Wisdom of Walt. So everyone should pick that up. Uh, okay. So ready for these questions? Yep. Okay, so uh, Chris Natalini asks you, how were your Pete? How was your first few days at Universal? Um, or how were how were your few days at Universal? The um, so I mean, don't get into too much detail because we'll do it in the blow by blow. But just give a general overview of how it was. I, I you know I really like Universal. Yeah, I know. Um, I think it's great. I mean, just you know, Harry Potter alone. Jeez, my kids like it so much. But I do want to make the 
the statement. I, I don't. I have a couple guys in here who actually are not Disney guys, and they love Harry Potter, and they take their families, and they go for you know like long weekend trips just to Universal. I don't know how people do it. Really, to just Universal? I can't imagine that. I know. I I know. I can't either. I mean, I went there, um, and you know, the first day I was there. Now we got there really early, but uh, I actually saw one of my one of my friends, Mike, there, and it was his second day there. But it was like lunchtime, and he was like. I think we're going to take off. Like we really did everything yesterday. Yeah. I'm like, yeah. I had people come here for like days. Uh huh. Two days more than enough. I mean, you can you can yeah, fly through Universal is... in two days. Two I mean, is I'm, like I'm legit sorry, one day. more than enough. Yeah, I'm saying I meant I meant to say one day. But okay, so yeah, so you enjoyed it, but you thought two days was perfect. Uh, perf- the perfect. Yeah, amount. yeah. I mean, we really did a day and a half because it was our last day. But right. I don't know how people go for more than two days. J. Andrew Forsyth asks, did you take a selfie with Wilson? No, I would have liked to, though. Wilson doesn't have time for such things. I know. He doesn't have time for such ridiculousness. Like, (laughs) while you are taking those selfies, animals are dying in the Africa. I really did pay attention to the Wilson stuff, though. Did you? I love it so much. I got to tell you, we did did impression requests on the last episode with Dave. So many of them were Wilson. Did anyone request Dave? No, no, nobody like requested for you to for you to do a Dave. For me to do, do a Dave du- No, I don't do a dueling good Dave. I don't think I can do a good Dave. Maybe we'll have to try it next time. Um. So Justin Little says, "What were your thoughts on the Muppets' great moments in American history? You better have seen it." Um. I mean, I'm really just kind of aggravated. I did not see it. How did you not see it? I, I had a wacky trip this time. I didn't see it. Okay. Um. <laughs> did. Uh, Michael Fernandez asks, what was your favorite quick service meal of the trip? Oh, great question. Uh, yeah. And very, very easily answered. Okay. And not only my favorite quick serve, I almost want to tell you this was my favorite meal. Really? Which sounds crazy. But does. we ate at, what is, is it, Santuli? Santuli what Canteen. It? Yes. Santuli it Canteen. Was, it was insane. Did you get, did you get that, um, the bowl? The, the protein I, bowl? I got I got the I got beef with the red and sweet potato hash uh-huh. with the uh, I believe it was chimichurri sauce. Oh, very nice. Um, I don't know. I thought it would go with steak. It's funny. We sat down. My wife was very anti this place. Um, we sat down and we all got something different. Ethan got the fish bowl. Abby got the kids like basically it's like a corn dog almost. Not really. I shouldn't say that. It's like a like a pig in a blanket kind of it's like a hot dog like wrapped in dough right and heather got cheeseburger pods but we sat down and there was um a gentleman who worked there talking to the family sitting next to us and he's like most people don't realize that this is like the best counter service food on property and rival sit-down restaurants and in my head i was like okay good this guy's enthusiastic Mm -hmm. i'm not when i was done i was like you know what that guy's totally right. It's really good, and it's, it's decent pr- really decent price good. for those bowls too. Like I, I want to say like the the beef because I, I had it recently too. The um the beef it's like a roast beef um right the the beef I had the beef with the rice, uh with the brown rice with the uh, creamy like garlicky sauce, right um and I thought it was fantastic and you know what they give you actual silverware um because again Animal Kingdom you know you're not really supposed to have like plasticware and straws and lids and stuff like that um they were actually very helpful too like i got up to put everything like in the garbage now you kind of have plates too which is weird you do you have plates 
the, this guy was like, no, 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 I got it. I'm like, oh, really? I just, you know, I'm used to uh, making my way over to the garbage can and, you know, checking my stuff. I was there with my friend Jenna, and she got the tofu bowl. And, I mean, she liked it. She didn't love it. I tried it, which, I mean, I was just like, what? what is this horrid, horrid thing that is tofu? Um, right. It was like eating nothing. Like, it was just eating rubbery nothing. Um, Have I ever told you my tofu story? No. Uh, when you lived in Cranford, do you remember Magic Grill down in Garwood? Yeah, of course. Okay, Amazing I go Korean to... barbecue. What do you mean remember? Is it not there I, anymore? I no, it's there. But okay. I just wasn't sure if you frequented the oh, place. Okay. Oh, so um, we went there one time, me and a bunch of my friends. And my, you remember my buddy, Big Chris? He was with of us. Of course, yep. Now, uh, Chris thought it was completely crazy that I put pineapple into my stir fry. Okay. Right? And I'm like, dude, just a couple pieces. Let's not get crazy. You know what I mean? And Big, Big uh, Chris was a man of many opinions. Yes. And, <laughs> and his way was the right way. Well, he liked to put tofu into his. Uh-huh. Now, which is funny because he's also packing it with, like, chicken and pork and beef. But he likes a little bit of <laughs> right. tofu, too. Right, of course. So they, ha- they cook it on this ginormous, round, like, grill. I mean, it's huge. And they usually put two on there at once. So they put mine and Chris's on there. Right. No lie. That guy's using that giant thing to, like, stir them and move them. I swear to you, Kevin, I see a square of tofu bounce across the grill into mine. I'm I, Did not you shocked. see that? Did you see that? That tofu just went into mine, and Chris is, like, laughing at me. He's like, I'm pretty sure that didn't actually happen. I'm like, I swear to you, I saw one square of tofu bounce across right into my food. <laughs> it was, like, one of those little bouncy so, balls? Yeah, I'm like, I saw it. So we sit down to eat, and, like, whatever, eating. And this bowl is, you know, just filled with food. And I'm, like, eating. Well, you know, at this point, I have so much, like, sauce on it and uh-huh. garlic and stuff. So I fork into a piece of pineapple and put it in my mouth. Uh-huh. Not a piece of pineapple. It's a piece of tofu. It's a piece of tofu. Wow. Now, you know, it's, it's like anything else. Like, here I am expecting, like, sweet, like, cooked pineapple. And it's, instead, ugh, bland I tofu. have the bush that is tofu. Yeah. No, I'm not not a fan. I love yeah. how, I love how like, energetic you were during that story. That's, like, that's the Peter Mandel that I know so well. Like, <laughs> I, I actually thought about Big Chris uh, just two days ago, actually, uh, or yesterday. I was watching the original J.J. Abrams Star Trek, and all I remember was sitting there, and, and Big Chris just folded his arms and shaking his head going, you didn't have to blow up Vulcan. Yeah. Do you remember what his line was? An original Federation planet. Yep. Mm-hmm. He <laughs> said that over and over. I was like, oh, oh man. I miss that guy. He's a good dude. He's a great guy. Yeah. Um, okay. So um, Chris Wallace asks. Uh, oh, by th- oh, by the way, um, how did Heather like those cheeseburger pods? Because I hated well, them. Yeah. Let me point out, she wasn't thrilled to be eating here in the first place. Uh-huh. Um, I tried to give her like a mini speech on because the kids really wanted to. I-, I think we kind of convinced her because. You know, you remember, I, I told you how we kind of worked this day. I was there really right. early. We literally ate at 1030 when they opened. So I was like, we can go try and walk someplace or we can just eat here. So we got, she got the cheeseburger pods. I won't say she hated them, but I won't say she really ate them either. Okay. So, you know. Okay, Chris Wallace says he should ask you about your announcement. I told you they've been giving me giving me stuff about the announcement. Uh, but, you know, all done. We've gotten through the yeah. announcement. Um, there you go. Austin Huslander says, um, what are you doing to stop the poaching of animals? Uh, you know, not much. Did you at least donate to the, the Disney Animal Conservation Fund while you were there? I, I did not, but you know both of my children are very into that, so uh-huh. they were very excited, too. I, I literally had to dial them back because my kids don't really always get 
like uh, the concept of money, especially in Disney, like we're a little crazy, uh-huh. like, oh, I want to get this. So they're like, I have like 20 bucks. I'm like, whoa, whoa, whoa. How about we give like a couple dollars? <laughs> let's, let's dial it back just a little bit because you're going to want some crazy souvenirs somewhere. Well, you know what? At the, um, I think it's at the Harambe Marketplace. They always ask you if you want to donate like toward the Disney Conservation Fund. And I always do uh, because, like I said, animal charities, I always give to no matter what. Kids and animals right. are the two things that will always get me to give money. Um, right. They don't ask you in Pandora, which is where I've been spending most of my money in Animal Kingdom lately. So I haven't had Us an opportunity. Too. Yeah. Um, okay. So Casey Lawson says, did you meet any new characters this trip? So any new character experiences? Uh, well, um, I met Kylo Ren, who was new for me. Yes. So how did that go? He was um, there. Awesome. Yeah, finally. Um, we met BB-8, who is new for me. Yeah, and was that pretty cool? Um, very cool. Yeah, BB-8's pretty cool. I mean, when when I was at Star Wars Celebration, I met, like, a real, like, BB-8 that was able to, like, move around, like, just like in the movie. Right. So, right. like, like to me, I was just kind of like, well, this technology exists. Why is, like, why is he, like, stationary up on a podium? Um, well. I mean, I get it. Right. But, yeah, no, I love that BB-8 meet and greet. It's awesome. Did you, yeah. uh, what was the, re- what was, uh. There's no way Abby went to meet Kylo Ren. No, she did go. I kind of told her she had to. Oh, my God. Um, she wasn't happy about that. <laughs> she wanted to wait outside. Uh-huh. Um, she's all right. She loved meeting BB-8. And then the and first BB-8's characters adorable. we met. Yeah, BB-8's awesome. Uh, the first characters we met, the whole thing, were Joy and Sadness, who I never had before. Oh, so very good. Cool. Yeah, yeah, we did. We did. Okay. It's funny. At one point, we walked by... Um, where the princesses are, and I guess it's Cinderella and uh, Elena. Elena of Avalor, yeah. Now, of course, we've never um, got a picture with Elena. Uh-huh. And I'm like, come on, it was like a 10-minute wait. Right. I'm like, 10 minutes, can't we go and like meet her? My kids, who don't even watch that show, my son in particular, is so hung up on the wacky continuity of Elena of Avalor. Really? And how it, and how it ties to Sophia the First. Does it tie to Sophia the First? Apparently, my my son swears it does. Who knows? See, but anyway, he's like they have no interest in meeting her. I really just want to get a new character. They're like absolutely not. All because of the continuity issues. See, that's the thing when you have DC's got to learn, and so does Fox. When you have a shared universe, you have to make things make sense. Yeah, agreed. And apparently, Disney, Dis, uh, apparently, uh, Disney kids need to learn too. So. Yep. Um, Okay, so Amanda Benick says, what is a good age to take a kid to Universal, especially one who loves the Minions? You know, that's a great question, but it's it's tough. It depends on... This is a question I, mean, I get a lot, too. Yeah, Universal is kind of an older kid's park. Now, yeah. you, there is, like, Minions, and, of course, there's E.T., and there are a couple kid things. But at the end of the day, I mean, it's a lot of, like, older kid rides. Yeah, yeah. So what, what do you, you think? You th- like, I mean, I wouldn't bring it. I think it'd be a waste to bring a toddler there. I brought Abby when she was little. That was 2011, so she was three. And I remember she was more... No, we just day-tripped it in our Uh Disney trip. But she was more upset that she couldn't ride so many things. Right, I get that. You know? So it was... I remember my brother was on that trip, my sister-in-law. Like, we all went on Simpsons, and she had to wait outside in the stroller. And she was like not thrilled about that simpsons was you the know, one i was just thinking about where i was like wow they can't little kids can't even go on simpsons like, I'm trying no. to think what can little kids do there i mean they probably can't yeah. go on transformers can't there's go on a, spider-man there's a, there's a kid section where they have like the um, five playground but it's five yep. and barney like kids don't right. even watch five and barney anymore like, i did take abby to see that barney show okay D- you did know. you did you hear 
um, or I saw like a room. I don't know if this is confirmed or not. Um, but I saw a potential like they're saying that kids area is going to be what turns into Nintendo. Huh. Would make sense. There's a lot of room. They were saying there's going to be a Mushroom Kingdom. Um, there will. What be, about ET though? Uh, ET will still be there. Okay, good. It's like, it'll was... be like right beyond ET, and they're gonna they, apparently they're they built out. I'm waiting for an official announcement on this before I act, we actually reported his news, but. They're saying the the map I saw said a Mushroom Kingdom, a Kirby's like kids play area, okay, um, a Zelda area, a Donkey Kong Island, and oh, what was the other one? I don't remember off the top of my head, but enough stuff to, for me to be like, oh, please let this be true. My daughter has somehow developed a genuine love of Nintendo. Really? Oh, so that makes me happy. Now let me just point out. I've never owned a Nintendo system, I don't think, in her lifetime. But I guess it's the little boys at school who all love Mario. So, like, I got the Super NES Classic for her uh. to play. And she just, like, eats it up. She Last night, she was playing. She got first place at playing uh, Mario Kart and was thrilled. I'm like, Oh, uh, the original she, Mario Kart? Yeah. Oh, and she it. just loves the characters. So I'm like, wow. So I was saying, we were talking uh, with someone in down in Universal about the prospects of, like, Mario stuff. And she just was, like, beside herself. Oh, like, it's going to be so cool. Yeah, I mean, I'm excited if there's gonna be Zelda, like, cause I love me some Zelda. But the, oh, there's right. a fourth land, and I'm trying. I mean, it might have been, it might have even just been like a Bowser's castle like area. Was it Yoshi Island? I'm, I don't think it was Yoshi Island. I'm sure there'll be Yoshi stuff there. I mean, I just, uh, I mean, I think that's gonna really put Universal on the map if they get this Nintendo land up and running, and it's awesome. Like, I want it to feel like I'm in a Nintendo video game, you know? Yeah, me too. Um, give me oh, an eight bit roller coaster. Absolutely. So, what would you say would be the best age for maybe like six or seven? Um, would you go that old? I let's see. Abby's nine. I took her at seven. Abby's nine. Abby's nine. Scary, Jeez. right? I took her at seven, and that was the first trip she could like really do stuff. Okay. I would say yeah, six seven is probably like when you can start. I mean, I mean, some kids run smaller though. I would say I wouldn't. I wouldn't even go by age. I'd go by height. I'd be like, once you hit that yeah. forty-two inches, that's kind of when you can go. Though. Like, you know, Abby's yeah. Abby's mini. So true. You know, just just guessing an age, I'd say like six or seven. Katie Nelson just says Christmas decorations with a bunch of exclamation points. So I guess she's asking what you thought of the Disney Christmas decorations. I, you know, it's funny. It's so early, but you know me. I'm a Christmas as soon as possible type yeah, person. Yeah, me too. I didn't particularly feel Christmassy, being as how it was like, you know, the first week of November, but I was really happy to have all the decorations up. Does that make uh, sense? Yeah. No, I get that. It was They're beautiful you know, this was, year. I mean, they always it are. It was but... really hot the week I was there. I mean, that's really the underlining theme yeah. of my trip. I mean, it was pushing almost 90, you know, which is crazy. Yeah. But, um, you know, I always like the Christmas decorations. Um, okay, so Jeff Curtis asks, what was your best moment of downtime? You know, we actually got a lot of pool. Really? A lot of pool? And you know me, I'm not a pool person. No, but, but I know your kids because, like it. Of course, they're all kids do. Because it was so hot, we kind of realized on the first day that maybe we have to do the classic, I'm going to go back to the room for two hours. Right. So the first four days we were there, I kind of was able just to kind of like take him over to the pool. And then I think the fifth day I took him over at night and just let him go in the pool. Right. Um, you know, something nice and relaxing about, I didn't even do anything. It's not, I mean, there were a couple of nights I wasn't even in the pool. I just kind of like sat out there, you know, with the kids, just keep an eye on them. Uh, that's always, you know, pretty awesome. 
Uh, Jennifer Dye wants to know, how crowded was Pandora? I hate when I feel like I can't even walk around without bumping into people. Hmm. I mean, I mean, I was there first thing. Right. Did you, did you ever go back like for the nighttime stuff? I did. And when we went back, it was pretty empty. How weird is that? Animal Kingdom that week was pretty like scarce. I remember like I remember it a couple was. people telling me like, hey, Animal Kingdom's kind of empty. Like, yeah, Flight of Passage still has a two hour long wait, but everything else is like kind of empty. You know, when we left, um, she, uh, when we left, Heather was like, you know, do you want to, she really wanted to go home, but I wanted to just look at Flight of Passage and Uh the wait time was like 60 minutes. Oh, that's nothing. And I'm like, come on, can't we bang this out? And and everyone's like, no. And Abby was just like, literally gave me the, you're crazy look. Uh-huh. And then I looked at Ethan. I'm like, dude, why don't you and me just say we'll go on one more time? And I couldn't talk him into it. They were just like, huh. Right? But I was surprised walking around Pandora, like at night, I thought everyone would be there for like, you know, right. night. No, there's nobody there. That's interesting. So you're saying your experience with Pandora was that it was not very crowded. I didn't think it was very crowded, but I also know that the good amount of huge crowd that is there is probably on a line for one of those rides. Right. And I will, but I mean, I will say, you know, Pandora is usually pretty crowded. You got lucky. Um, Eric Matson says, compared to Flight of Passage, is the Navi River Journey trash, pure trash, or complete trash? Um, it's definitely one of those three. <laughs> yeah, right. I, I waited zero minutes for that ride. Good. I mean, we you walked right on. Oh, you had the fast pass for it, right? No, I didn't, actually. How did you walk right on it? I don't know. So, well, I'll explain when we get there. I'll, okay. I'll tell you how it, but I waited zero minutes for it. And I got to tell you, I and I liked it. I thought it was okay. I can't imagine waiting 30 minutes for this. Yeah, I, I can't either. It's It's so, it's not even worth 30. And I don't know if I've ever seen the wait time be at 30 minutes. You know what I mean? I see 90. I'm like, wait a minute. People aren't really waiting 90 minutes for this. Um, so Stephen uh, Chinichi asks, did you experience anything that was better than it was okay? The people are learning how you talk. <laughs> uh, I thought Flight Passage was better than okay. Okay. All right. Would, would, I, I, I read your text on the – because when you text me about Flight of Passage, I was on the air with Dave, and I read your right. text. Where you were just like, yeah, it's pretty good, and I was like, I almost threw the phone. Like, it's just like, <laughs> what does it take? Um, yeah, I thought I did. I thought it was pretty good. Okay. Um, <laughs> Stacy Gregory, was that the only thing that you thought was better than okay? I'm sure there was something else there had to be. We'll, go, we'll, we'll find them when we go through the days. Stacy Gregory says, uh, "What were the things that you did this trip that you don't ever need to do again?" Again, they, people know how you talk. What do I never need to do again? Yeah. That's a great question. Um, I mean, do I say River Journey? I mean, sure, I would do it again, but I'm probably not waiting for it. Hey, that that animatronic's pretty awesome. Yeah, it is cool. Um, and ap- apparently, they've made it very easy to like remove it if they ever have to make repairs because they're not, you know, they're Joe not Ro- mistake, making that mistake. Twice. Joe Rody's like, fool me once, shame on me. <laughs> oh man, what else would I not have to do again? Hmm a good question i'm sure there has to be something i'm we'll we'll, we'll find it i'm sure as we go yeah. through did, did you get the um the uh the the uh, citrus swirl float no oh my goodness dude you know why we went to okay now forgive me for not knowing the names okay. what's so that citrus swirl float is at sunshine tree terrace i went over to aloha isle 
Right. And they don't have it there. No, they have the Dole Whip there. Right. So we got Dole Whips. And I'm like, man, Abby, didn't you want to get this? I'm like, do you want to go over there? And she's like, I really don't want to wait on that line. So I'm like, all right, well, we'll do it next time we come to Magic Kingdom. Mm-hmm. But we came, like, man, she wasn't really in the mood for it. So I was huh. like, well, I'm not really going to get it if we got the pineapple float, which is pretty good. Too, too much pineapple for me. You're right about that. You give, you give me that orange slush, mix of vanilla ice cream floating on top of some orange soda. I'm in. Yeah. No, I would like to try that. Michelle Yeeman says, did you try any new meals or snacks or drinks? If so, how were they? So any any new stuff, food-wise, mm. other than what we've already talked about with Satouli Canteen. Which was really good. I went to Yak and Yeti. Now, it's not entirely new. I went with an infant. But Wait, the, re- say- the restaurant or the quick service? The restaurant. Oh, okay. I'll say it's been probably 10 years since I've been there. Uh-huh. Uh, you know, did I like it? I remember liking it more than I did this time. Okay. Is it a never never need to do it again? or Probably never need to do it again. Okay. I'll tell you something that's 100% never need to do it again. What is it? Nighttime safari. Right. I mean, I literally felt like someone had sold me a bag of goods. <laughs> I went on this and was like, it's, it's the, it's the attraction equivalent of snake oil. It's terrible. I know. Listen, I'm sorry. I'm sure there are people who like it and I'm sure you, you had like a great safari and I typically have great luck with safaris, but it was so weird. Like I'm on this ride and this guy's like, Hey, can you guys see way back there? All the way in the back, all the way in the back. There's actually a herd of zebra back there. Can you see them? It's like, no, No. dude, we can't see them. They're way back in the dark beyond the fake light. <laughs> well, if I was uh, if I was a mountain lion, maybe I'd be able to see it, but no, I'm not. <laughs> it's it's Mother Miller's miracle elixir right here at Disney's Animal Kingdom in the village of Harambe. Like, I mean, we drove by where all the giraffes are always are. Uh huh. And he's like, oh, over on the left, you can see a giraffe. It clearly looks like they're doing something because they're all moving around. Right. It's like. Yeah, no, we can tell that they're doing something. We just have no idea what it is. You see those enormous black blurry masses over there? Those are animals. Those are some oh, elephants over there. Man. Did you? So aside from the fact that I saw a female lion walking, yeah. I mean, that's it. This The whole thing is like a bus. <laughs> How about that LED sunset? That's terrible. Right? It, I will tell you, man, I, like, I, like I've said repeatedly, nighttime safari, no go. Sundown safari, fantastic. You know what stinks, too? You know how I like to execute my planning. Uh-huh. I had this planned out for Sunset Safari. What I didn't bank on was the time change. Daylight savings time. Two days prior to my Animal Kingdom day. Oh, no. Uh, totally my fault. But uh. listen, never doing that ever again, so it doesn't matter. Sunset Safari is wonderful because the sunset actually doesn't look like terrible. The LED. Like it actually looks right. natural when you're actually at dusk, and but the problem is like I mean like you, you got to really time that well, right? So, okay. Um, <clears throat> uh, Dingo Pack says if you plan to potter at Universal on a one day two park ticket, what side should you start on, studios or islands? It's a good question. Uh, well, okay. So if you're staying there, so you get in an hour early, like yeah. we did. You have to go through islands. That's the only side open. Really? It wasn't like that when I went. Yeah. When I stayed there, I could go right into Universal. Nope. How do I know this? Because my son, due to continuity, insists on going from Universal to islands. 
So we walked all the way over to Universal, at which point they said, no, you can only get in on islands. And I was like, are uh, you kidding me? <laughs> maybe now, they change it, was, it day by day. I, maybe. I don't think so, though. We went the next day, and you could only get in islands the next huh. day also. But so, um, but if you're going continuity-wise, I think you're supposed to go to London first and then take the train to Hogwarts. Honestly, that's the way I do it. What I do here is I go, I go to Diagon Alley in London first. I take the train to Hogwarts. Um, and then since um, Islands is a big circle, I start at Harry Potter. I go to Jurassic Park immediately, and then I go around um, counterclockwise until I'm back at Harry Potter. I take the train back to experience the other way, and then, yeah, I, le- then I leave through Universal. Yep. Um, okay, so uh, two more questions. Kathleen Grove says, is there a part of the trip looking back you're, na- you're now like, that totally wasn't worth it or that totally was worth it? Hmm. You did the Star Wars uh, dessert party, right? Or no, no, you please. didn't. Do that. Who I've, am I I've, reti- of? I've retired from dessert parties. Who am I thinking of that did that? Oh, one of my friends did it. Okay. You know, I will say this: my trip was pretty long. It was like eight solid days. I probably could have made it seven. Okay. Um. Oh, it was my friend TJ that did that. My friend from New Jersey who was down here. Sorry, I, carry oh. on. <laughs> um. You know, this was the first time, like I. When I was in Universal, I was just like, huh, you know what? I could probably skip this next time. And no knock on Universal because I love it. And I mean, the Potter stuff is so fun. Yeah. But it's a, it's a lot of money to go Universal. It is. They they really are. And if you're going park to park, I mean, you are now plunking down some serious extra coin. Here's my, I feel like if they if like if they really want, I, I don't know the you know I'm obviously not a financial analyst for Universal, but. I feel like if they if they made themselves decidedly cheaper than Disney, then more people they, they would see a lot more business. Well, here's the thing for me. Forget about day to day cheaper. How about park to park cheaper? Because yeah, that's a huge, it basically, huge up. It basically costs fifty dollars per person to ride the Hogwarts Express. Yeah. It's really expensive. It's an expensive ride. Yeah. You know what I mean? So I feel like and, and, you know, you see a ton of people. Uh, if you ever go there and you go into the train station, which I genuinely love how much it actually looks like King's Cross. Oh, I know. But if you go into the train station, like, there are, I'll say, a third of the people on that line don't actually have a ticket for this train. No. Like, they just get up there and are like, wait a minute, what? I need a what? It's great. Yeah. No, absolutely. And then right. it's like, oh, yeah, you'd have to go buy a different pass to get on here. It's just, I don't know. It's pretty expensive. Last question. Did you see and like the fireworks and parades? So I guess uh, happily ever after and is what they're talking about here. Um, didn't do much fireworks or parades this trip. You did see happily ever sure. after, though, right? Nope. Everyone pooped out. You didn't see happily ever after? Nope. This is a weird trip, dude. It was such a weird trip. You have no idea. All right, well, you know what? We're going to take a quick commercial break, and then we're going to find out exactly why you skipped the most amazing fireworks show on property. Um, and Muppets. Yeah, and the Muppets. So we will find out uh, when we get back. We're going to hear from our sponsors and the rest of the White Dragon Podcast Network, and we'll be back with the rest of our E-Ticket Attraction of the Week. So stay tuned. More Two Men in the Mouse coming at you right after this. You know, Pete, it's hard work planning a Disney vacation. 
Of course. Your whole family has to get going. You got to pack everything up. You got to figure out where you're eating. You got to figure out where you're staying. But you know what makes life so much easier? Makes your trip planning a more fun experience? Tell me. That sounds like something I need. Absolutely. You need a travel agent. Do we know one of those? We absolutely do. We know our good friend and sponsor, Dave Weikert of Magical Travel, the official travel agent of Two Men and the Mouse, folks. We've both used him. Yes, we have. Dave Weikert plans our Disney vacations all the time, and we would not recommend him if we didn't use his services ourselves. Dave started his Cranford-based business here in 2008 and in that time has been planning hundreds of Walt Disney World vacations. Dave plans every trip as if it were his own and you will never find someone more passionate about Disney. Very easy to work with and will do his best to make sure you're satisfied. Working with Dave, you're likely to pay less and get more. And what's better than that, Peter Mandel? Tell me. You never pay a charge for Dave's services. It is 100% free. Dave will plan your entire trip for no additional cost to you. That sounds awesome. Absolutely. Dave has helped over 875 families enjoy their Disney vacations. A graduate of the College of Disney Knowledge, Dave has visited every Disney World resort and has personally stayed at 12 Disney World resorts. He's dined also at every Disney restaurant. He's crazy about Disney food. That is an accomplishment. Absolutely. I wish I could say I did that. That's like the snack challenge times 10. Yep. Dave also gives you Disney dollars for land packages and shipboard credits for any Disney Cruise Line vacations you might be going. Uh, This can be used as cash at any Disney destination or store. Traveling with kids in your party, Dave will also provide you autograph books for all your kids. He gave them to us? Absolutely. Your kids went down with Dave Weicker autograph books. Of course. Well, Disney autograph books supplied by Dave Weicker. Depends how his name on Dave simplifies your life by booking your complete vacation, including resort stay, airlines, Disney meal plans, and park passes. Also, checks daily for new discounts. When specials are announced, he immediately checks availability and rebooks your vacation at the lowest possible price. Dave can also book all your Disney dining and will do his best to get hard-to-book reservations like Cinderella's Royal Table and Be Our Guest. It's really, truly a no-brainer. Folks, take the stress out of your life. Dave Weikert of Magical Travel, the official travel agent of Two Men and the Mouse. If you and your family are taking a trip to the Orlando area this year, your little ones deserve to stroll in style. Lugging a stroller from home can be an annoying and frustrating part of the first leg of your journey, and renting those hard plastic strollers from Disney theme parks can be both costly and uncomfortable for your kids. Well, I'm here to tell you about the solution to your child transport problems, and that's Kingdom Strollers. Kingdom Strollers is a Disney-featured stroller and crib provider that does exactly what you're looking for at a great price. Not only is it less expensive than renting a stroller from the theme parks themselves, but these are padded luxury models with features like drink holders, canopies, storage baskets, and more. What's more, you keep this stroller with you for your entire trip, whereas park-rented strollers, you got to return them before you leave the park that day. This is going to make those late-night post-fireworks bus stop queues so much easier, and Dad's shoulders are going to thank you for it. So, how does it work? You just go to kingdomstrollers.com and make your selection on the stroller or crib that's right for your child. Just let the good folks over there know a great time for delivery and pickup and where you'll be staying. You can pick your stroller or crib up from the luggage stand at your resort and then drop them back off there at the end of your stay. So pack light, leave your stroller at home, and save up to a whopping 50% versus park price stroller rentals when you visit kingdomstrollers.com. Hi there, this is Monica Pinto from the Mouse in Our House podcast inviting you to join me here every other Friday for all things Disney from my perspective. 
Let's face it, with our fast-paced lives in a crazy world, always running from one place to another, from hectic work days to family responsibilities, from household chores to those never-ending errands, it sometimes seems impossible to survive until your next Disney trip. How to turn that around? Easy, by keeping a little bit of that Disney magic in our everyday lives. So go ahead, sit back, relax, grab a cup of coffee and a little something sweet, and let's chat Disney. Join me here on the White Dragon Podcast Network every other Friday where we'll celebrate all the magic, all the fun, all the memories, and even some stuff that's not so magical. But don't worry, a little bit of pixie dust should take care of that. So until then, I hope you remember to keep the mouse in your house. Hello, I'm Storybook Julius, the White Dragon Podcast Network's resident Canadian and the host of Storybook Radio, a Walt Disney World and Universal Studios podcast appearing every Wednesday here on WDPN. Walt Disney was a storyteller, and well, so am I. Now, I'm not saying that I'm as cool as Walt Disney or anything, but I'm saying that if you're looking for a unique take on the Walt Disney World and Universal Studios theme parks, with immersive looks at their stories, backstories, and histories, you've come to the right place. Head on over to iTunes, Stitcher, or Podomatic to subscribe to and download the Storybook Radio podcast each and every Wednesday. You can also check out www.storybookradio.com for more details and more content. Folks, when Pete and I first started Two Men and the Mouse, it was kind of a way for us to kind of kill time between Disney trips. And so our Disney trips kind of became a like a focal, a focal point, like a tentpole of the show. And like like it's kind of like where we're going. And then once we get there, that's the destination. And then once you're back, the trip starts all over again because you're, uh, you know, you're going, you know, you're always counting down to the next trip. Our good friend Peter Mandel just returned from an epic Walt Disney World Universal Orlando vacation booked by our good friend Dave Weikert of Magical Travel. Uh, and we want to we want to find out. We, he answered your questions at the beginning of the show, but now we want to find out on a day by day, blow by blow basis, exactly how things went when the Mandel family traveled to Walt Disney World. So you drove. We drove. Yeah. Tell me about the drive. I need you know, I, I, am I the only person in the world that doesn't hate this drive? I don't hate the drive there. I hate the drive back. Uh, drive back was worse, but I mean, I don't know. I don't mind driving. I really like my family, so it works out kind of good. <laughs> well, I mean, that's always a good thing. But um, <laughs> and you know, your kids, t- t- I'm sure, get along, and you know, you're not you know, the deal. It with is them. amazing. I, you know, uh, let me just toot the horn here. My kids are so ridiculously amazing in the car. I don't think there was one moment where we had to like turn around and say something to him but you uh-huh. you know you also have so much entertainment at your fingertips at this point like you know it's not like <laughs> if we went on a road trip when we were kids and kind of just literally had to look out the window the whole time you know let me tell you something these drives to walt disney world when i was a kid were a nightmare okay. oh i can imagine okay i have one brother who was, was just a a fountain of puke in the car, right? Just, just, a gl- and I always had to sit next to him. Just a glorious fountain of puke, and the other one that needed to poop every five minutes, <laughs> every, yeah, every, every rest, every rest stop. Oh, I think I gotta use the bathroom. Like, like we had, we have three rows, so I mean, there have been times where we've brought six people. Like you had five people. Did, were there three people crammed in the back? It was a minivan, so it was my parents, oh, okay. my Super. parents in the front, my my puke brother and I in the middle. And right. my poop brother and my grandmother in the back, in the way back. Oh, nice. So, nice. yeah. Um, <laughs> so, I mean, and and that was also one of those trips was the time that we discovered uh, that m- one of my brothers is lactose intolerant because we stopped for ice cream. <laughs> and then, like, all of a sudden, 
I wanted to vomit and pass out all at the same time because he was carpet bombing the car. Like, it, uh, it, it, they were heinous, awful experiences, Peter Mandel, but I wouldn't uh, trade them for the world because they, you know, I mean, there was the time that my father is notorious for trying to push the, the gas as low as he can go before refilling up. Right. And my mother is just like, Kev, you know, you really got to, like, my dad's name's Kevin also. She said, Kev, you know, you really got to, you know, fill up here and he's just like no i can make it to the hotel i can make it to the hotel i no lie there so there's a gas station right in front of the hotel and my father pulls in pulls right up to <laughs> right. <laughs> pulls right up to the, the pump and the car dies because <laughs> it ran oh, out of gas and, oh, awesome. and he literally puts his hands up in the air like he just achieved some major victory oh we're the polar opposite if it's like a quarter of a tank i'm like we better get some gas. I'm the, I don't and I'm the, someplace. I'm the same way because of that incident. Right. I am that way because of that incident specifically. So, all right. So, did you stop at South of the Border? That's the first thing no, that we have to do. Come on, yeah. dude. You got to stop at South of the Border. And, and really, what, everyone tells me not to. Well, everyone. I mean, well, yeah, because it's a, waste, it's a terrible, awful waste of time. But you, you got to stop and look around and be like, wow, this is horrible. Um, I did. I surprised Abby before we went with a wonderful gift, which is the complete Full House box set. Oh, that is wonderful! So she Full House marathoned it pretty much both ways. Do you have the the? Do you have? Does she have a portable DVD player or a laptop? Or DVD, is it DVD on player the... in the car? Oh, okay, yeah. You know the little screen that pops. Down. So you got to listen to Full House, and you've seen it so many times you no. can visualize. No, she had it on the head, the wireless headphones. Oh, so, um, I did. I would have liked to listen to it. I think that would have driven my wife mad. Not being um, able to see it. No, having to even just hear it. Oh, see, I would have loved. Uh, I could, too. I could do a, a eighteen hour full house marathon. Oh, me too, and I would know every episode just by listening. So it'd be didn't great. The, now that complete series, if I'm not mistaken, I don't know if it's still like this, but didn't it come like in a model of the house? That was the original box set. I didn't yeah. get that one. Did um, you get on I Blu-ray? Looked for that because I thought no, they don't make it on Blu-ray. Oh, okay. Uh, I got like the re-release one. It was okay. also pretty cheap, so that's good. All right, well, that's cool. Um, so we are also big um, believers in Cracker Barrel. Oh, yeah. Got to love the Cracker Barrel when you're traveling down south. Yeah. So you got to drive down to Cracker Barrel. So um, what about the Waffle House? Never done it. Oh, yeah. No, don't ever. Yeah. No they're, they're, they're just absolutely terrible. <laughs> no real desire. It's kind of like it's kind of like a thing down here where it's just kind of like you have to eat there. Like it's almost like, you know, to be a Florida resident, you have to eat at Waffle House. But, um, yeah, I mean, they're everywhere, and they're open 24 hours, so that's kind of the thing. Right. And you can't, if you, you can't go to a Waffle House unless it's, like, 3 a.m. Right. Like, it's just, it just it's not right. Like, I can never imagine, like, I want, Jim Gaffigan does a whole thing about, um, like, seeing a Waffle House in the daytime and just being like, oh, my God, like, have I been here before? Because, you, you know, he's, like, usually they're, like, blackout drunk, and he's just like, did I? I think I threw up here once. Oh yeah, there it is over there in the corner because they're just they're <laughs> filthy, awful places. It, when he famously was just like, um, he's just like, I love sometimes when the when the neon light on the W goes out and it just says awful house. Oh, that sounds good. <laughs> yeah. Um. Okay. So where did you stop on the way down? Because I know you stopped somewhere, right? Yeah, uh, I stopped in Jacksonville. It's so we drove Jacksonville, Jersey. Florida. Yeah. You made it to Florida on the first day. Yeah. I'm amazed. Is that weird? Yes. What? Dude, my my when my dad was driving, we usually stopped in North Carolina. I, when I moved down here, managed to gun it all the way to the very end of South Carolina. Well, it, see, I I can't I believe really you like, made it all the way to Florida. 
I really like that first Disney day to not be some crazy kind of drive. So Jacksonville to Orlando is not too, too bad. No, it's like a five-hour drive. No, not even. No? Please. Yeah, two and a half hours, maybe. Are you sure? I mean, I just did it. Oh, that's true. All right. Well, find something new. So, yeah. Do. So we did that. And then, you know, we got that morning. We drove two and a half hours. And we were in wonderful Disney World. Man, you really pushed it that first day then. What time did you leave? We left at 5 a.m. Okay. And what time did you get to Jacksonville? I want to say we got there at like 10. So, but we stopped and you know did stuff. You yeah, drove for months. seventeen hours straight. <clears throat> no, I mean we got lunch and got dinner. Well, yeah, no, but you, an hour here, an hour there, but you drove for seventeen hours. Right. Yeah. Maybe we hit some traffic, which is we would have been there probably two hours. Do you and Heather trade off, or are you driving? The <clears throat> that whole we time? did trade off, which was good. My well, wife is a fantastic driver, so it worked out good. That must be nice. Um, when my brother, my brother and I drove down when he when he helped me move down, I kept waiting for him to offer to drive. Right. He never wants offered to drive. <laughs> you know, last driving. time we did it, well, my brother was with us, and he's like, hey, just let me know when you want me to drive. And I just was like, nah, I'm going to drive. And I drove the whole way myself. It was nice this time to have uh, my wife, you know, drive for a while. Okay. So you check in in the resort. Now, yep. are you staying in the princess rooms at Port Orleans? Yeah. Yeah, we got the royal rooms. Okay. Not your first time in the royal room. Not your first yeah. royal rodeo. Nope. Um, But still, loving it, right? Yeah. They're All fantastic. Right, so take me, through, th- take me through day one. Transport me. Uh, day one's awesome. You know, we checked in. Of course, the room's not ready. We jumped on the bus, went to Epcot. So, I mean, really, what's better than Epcot on day one? Um, uh, Magic Kingdom on day one. So, you know, <laughs> we did a, a decent Epcot day. I mean, we pretty much did everything we wanted to do. I didn't ride Soren or Frozen because we didn't have fast passes for them. But right. I knew we were coming back to Epcot on day six. So, you know, we banged out uh, Electric Umbrella, which was great. Yeah, I do spent that. a fair amount of time in Mouse Gear, which is just, you know, my favorite thing in the world. Right. That's your happy place. Yeah. Now, uh, did I you, want... did, did, when you go into Electric Umbrella, do you ever go over to that trash can that talks? No, you told me about that, but I never think about it when I'm there. Yeah. It's like over, like, it's over by, like, the, the far exit. And you just open no, it I'm up always and on it's the just like, oh, hey there. You know, like some, some ridiculous thing it says. Okay. So right. what do you get at Electric Umbrella? Just a burger? I just go standard burger. Yeah, My yeah. son just loves that place. It's not even like he really loves the food, but he loves, he likes, uh, you know, kind of like tradition. So no. we always go there first. My youngest brother's like that too. Whenever my family drives down to Florida, he always wants to stop at a Denny's uh, right when we get to Florida right. because we stopped there in 03. And, you know, right. it's Denny's. It's nothing special, but he always wants to do that. So, um, okay. So, all right. So you do electric umbrella. I'm assuming garden grill. Yeah, well, it's weird. So around 3 o'clock, you know, I get the text, our room is ready. At this point, everyone who is, like, suffering from the heat that day is like, let's go back and see the room. Okay. So I'm like, okay. Now, you know. Oh, so you didn't, check, you didn't check in first. You just dropped, what, did you just drop the car off and get on a bus? Yeah, well, we got there so early, our room wasn't even remotely ready, you know? Oh, and so, you know, you're taking, so you're taking a bus even though you have your car there. Yeah. Yes, so we took a bus. Um, we So we went and checked out our royal room. It was great. Um and then we knew, you know, I actually let the kids, like, we were we were the room literally next to the pool. So I let the kids, like, jump in the pool for, like, an hour. And then we got changed, and we went back for our um, for our garden grill reservation, which was great. Okay, so now uh-huh. is this a, um, is this a taking the car back or taking the bus back? Took the bus back. What's the reasoning behind uh, not taking the car? 
Well, right. So at first, I'm like, I'm I'm not even though I've had a car in Disney before, I'm not like a huge like we're going to use the car person. Trust me. By the end of this trip, I found out the wonderful value of having the car. Right. But the first day, I didn't realize it. So I'm like, let's oh, just jump the bus. Man. All right. So okay. So Garden Grill. I'm sure it's right. It's so usual Garden Grill. It was great. Uh, menus changed a little bit. They switched things around. How so? But um. They've always had like flank steak when I go. Now, forgive me if anyone's like, it's been like this forever. I haven't been there in like, okay. you know, well over a year. Right. Uh, so they normally have flank steak and they change that and they kind of have, ooh, like almost like a pot roast. And I asked, I'm like, what's with the change? And they're like, well, the flank steak's normally medium rare. So many people don't eat like that cook of the meat that, you know, we end up like just throwing tons of it in the garbage. And I'm like, oh, I get that. So they changed a bunch of things. Uh, there was no tilapia this time, All right. but I like it. The food's so good there. I'm I'm always you know, I'm always good with the, everything they have there. Awesome, awesome. All right, so do you stay for illuminations or no? No, everyone was pooped. All right, so hopping so hopping the bus back. Not a huge crazy line because it's not the end no, of the day. Yeah, it wasn't bad. All right, all right. So day two. Or anything else about day one, or do you want? Are you ready to move on to day two? No, you know, I mean, it was the standard Epcot day, so it was pretty great. You know, we got to do test track, and I got to, and I enjoyed it. It was awesome. All right, so day two, day two, Magic Kingdom. Okay, doke. Um, Christmas decorations. Oh, did they have the Epcot Christmas stuff up when you were there? I believe so. Yeah, I haven't seen the Epcot Christmas stuff yet. Were they doing holidays around the world yet? No, no, didn't see any of that. Okay. Ironically, food and wine. I never even touched any food and wine on this trip. But I'll get into that also. Okay. Was was food um, and wine going on? Yeah. Still. Uh, yeah. What for like a couple days? Because like, it ended on the fifteenth. Right. I was there. This was the fourth. Oh wow! It has been a couple weeks. Okay. Yeah. yeah. All right. So no, the, the Christmas stuff wouldn't have been up yet then in Epcot. No. Yeah. Maybe it wasn't because I don't remember. Okay. So Magic Kingdom, you see the Christmas stuff. Gorgeous this year. Really like that. You know, I like the whole front uh, in front of, uh, you know, before you even go, you know, in. I thought it looked so great. Um, yeah, the the points set of Mickey outside of uh, the park with the, it look, yeah, really it, they, cool. made it, they made it look like a um, an ornament. How'd you like the new security? Well, I really liked it because that day, so day two for me, we went over to the Polynesian first thing in the morning. I had like a 750 uh, breakfast reservation over at Ohana. Okay. So here's where the car comes in the fantastic play. I just drove over to the Polynesian park there and we went and had breakfast, which is nice because, you know, like trying to go from your hotel to another hotel. It's a bit of a, it's a bit before of a eight o'clock yeah. in the morning. Mm-hmm. Like, I hope you have a plan because it's it's a little bit weird. Yeah. So we just drove over. It was great. And then the security. Well, there was like no one there. So I'm just like, oh, and it's funny. I walked up upon that table, the security table, and I totally had forgotten about this. And then I remembered us talking about it. I'm like, oh, this is awesome. So, you know, they checked my bag. Good to go. Right. You hopped on you hopped on the monorail? Jumped on the monorail, went into Magic Kingdom, which was great. And uh, you know, started our day. It was fantastic. Like awesome. so fast, like the security. Like it's, they kinda have it down pat. It's highly, highly efficient now. I really like it. So right. you just left the car at the Polynesian then? Yeah, left the car at the Polynesian. Which you're allowed to do because you had the breakfast reservation. Right. Exactly. So um, you know, had a pretty great Magic Kingdom day. I got my so, of course, I'm on this massive line for Haunted Mansion. But, you know, that's like one of the rides. Like, I'll wait. doesn't matter how yeah, long Yeah, of course. Is. And there's stuff to do in the queue. It's, it's you know, yeah. it's a decent wait. And it went faster than I thought. <laughs> um, but I see the PhotoPass photographer out there taking the picture. Now, I have not yet gotten the Hitchhiking Ghost magic shot. Uh-huh. So I'm like 
my mind. I'm like debating leaving line and just going and getting this picture. Like I know I will forego the ride at this point. Okay. Because with my luck, I'm gonna ride this ride, come out, and she's gonna be gone. Of course. So I'm like, oh my! I'm literally sweating bullets through this whole thing. Uh-huh. So I get out, or she's there. And at this point, the sun is so blazing. Like I think my kids are about to drop. I had to literally take them to go like stand in the shade. <laughs> but we all got the picture. I got one of just me. It all worked out. I was really happy with that. So awesome. that was pretty cool. Uh, we got to ride Peter Pan because we had a fast pass. Oh, I, great! You know, I go a whole trips without riding Peter Pan because I'm never waiting like, you know, two hundred minutes for yeah. this ride. But I forget what a joy it is when you do get to go on it. When you get to hear that just random dude voicing Captain Hook, help me, Mr. Smee. Fire, Mr. Smee. Doesn't sound anything like Captain Hook. It's I love me, it. Larry. <laughs> Captain, Larry Hook. Captain Larry Hook from from accounting. Um, okay, so now you – so take me through the rest of this day. Do you, you don't stay very late then? We kind of split it up again. We kind of went – Back to the room and then back to um, Magic Kingdom. No, you know what? I don't think we split that day. I, but we went back pretty early. Okay. Everyone... So we had dinner at Crystal Palace, which, by the way, very good, Kevin. Ah, totally right. Thank you very much. Uh, they have that pulled pork that I like so much. They did have pulled pork, yeah. But not like barbecue pulled pork. Like It's like, a, it's like seasoned and stuff, right? Yeah. It was a little surreal being there, like, at nighttime. Right. Like, as someone who goes for breakfast every time, it was weird. Whereas I've only ever gone, I've only ever gone for dinner, so for me to go to breakfast would be weird. I can imagine that. So, when I was there, um, you know, they give you a little ticket that your um, host brings to the table, I guess, you know, this person at table 74. Well, my ticket had, like, a stamp on it. So we're walking over to the table, and the girl puts it down. She's like, oh, look at this. And I'm like, oh, I assume that stamp meant, like, what table I was at. Uh-huh. She's like, no, that means you, like, you must come here a lot. I'm like, oh. Really? Okay. I didn't know what that meant, but I was like, oh, interesting. It's like a frequent flyer kind of thing. Because I do go there every trip. So I was like, oh, that was pretty cool, I guess, right? It's interesting that they track that. Right. Well, so um, I didn't even know if this girl knew what she was talking about, so I really paid no uh, no attention to it. So we did all that. Here is I'm going to tell you the story. Listen, this trip got a little weird. Okay, it, it, it did a little strange. My wife loves to ride the train. Yes, of course. So, you know, she's like, eh, you know what? Why don't we just ride the train, take it around like one and a quarter, and that'll drop us back off at the front, and we can walk down Main Street. This is before we're going into Crystal Palace. Okay. So we get on the train, we ride it around, blah, blah, blah. We finally get to the front at, you know, the main street. And I'm like, all right, this is perfect. So we jump off the train. So we're walking through and I'm like, hey, let me run upstairs. You know, I take pictures of everything. I'm like, let me run upstairs, get the picture down main street of like the Christmas tree with the flag and the castle in the background. So I run up the stairs. I mean, what's this going to take? 30 seconds. There's literally only one picture to take. Right. You know, so I run upstairs I take this picture, and I see Ethan has come up behind me. So he's like, oh, well, take my picture. So I'm like, okay. So him and Abby come up. I take a picture of them with this stuff going on. So I'm like, all right, let's go find your mom. I know she's literally right under us in the train station. Right? Uh-huh. I start walking down the stairs. I've put two stairs under me so far, and I hear this crazy cracking sound. I know okay. this is really This is like the most un-Disney story ever. Uh-huh. Now. You know, there's always like some wacky sound. Like you're walking somewhere and you hear a crazy explosion, and like, oh, it's something at a show at the castle, right. like fire. No, no, this sound is unnatural. 
It is literally like a breaking sound and then followed by a giant smash. Now, I got to tell you, we are very lucky. I live in a like, you know, in a, a, a time in the world where I don't really have to worry about my wife's safety, so to speak. But now for the first time probably ever, I'm freaking out a little bit because I know she is right down by wherever this smash is. Okay. I down the stairs. I get to the bottom and there's my wife standing there, pale as a ghost, hands out in front of her a like 14 to 16 feet piece of wood from the top of the train station trim, like 30 feet above has broken off and smashed three feet in front of my wife. Get out. Now, let me also just say no one really hangs out right at that part of the train station. No, there was no one there, but my wife smashed right in front of her. Didn't touch her at all. Just literally crashed in front of her. She is white as a ghost. Disney people swarm the area. Oh. Like, whoosh, like Disney ninjas popped out of the ground. Men in black, like right? <laughs> taking up the neuralizer. And we're like, oh my gosh. We're kind of like walking away. Like I'm like making sure she's okay. It was so surreal and crazy. Are the Disney, people like, gotta... are the Disney people like, are you all right, ma'am? Like, are they? No, like... they're shooing everyone away. Everyone away. <laughs> like everyone away. And don't get me wrong. We were so, you know, I don't know if you've ever been in a situation where you've almost been in a car accident but weren't. Yeah. And you get this feeling of like, oh, I, I, you are like completely like, you know, just you have this wacky energy that we were the happiest family in Disney walking down Main Street. I don't want to say this would have been like, uh, you know, like, like mortal wound, but I mean, it would not have been a let's just patch you up and go back on our vacation. You'd have been seeing the was, inside of that uh, that that emergency room I told you about a few weeks ago. Well, thank God we weren't. So I took a picture of the wood that fell on the ground, and I took a picture of the top. Did I send you either of those? No, I don't think you did. I meant to send them to you. I will send them to you later. Um, totally. I mean, when have you ever heard a story like this? Never. I mean, just totally wacky. So we walked down Main Street. We were anybody really happy now? I got okay. here's the thing. Anybody else would have been like, okay, so my day in Magic Kingdom is free now because you would have gone to guest relations and been like, I almost got crushed to death by. No, I mean, I know. Listen, it's crazy, and I get that. There's tons of people who would do that. Most um, there are people who are like, I got stung by a bee. What are you gonna do for me? Like, <laughs> they were looking for Pooh's honeypot and stung me instead. Mm-hmm. Now I, I don't know. I'm it, I I was just really like I was nearly giddy that like everything. You have no idea how close this was. It was really crazy. We were just really happy to kind of. <laughs> You know, walk away from this like wacky thing. <clears throat> I mean, she could have taken so, she could have taken one for the team, and you would have had a great lawsuit. Nah, <laughs> you know what? <laughs> I don't know. That might not have ended too well. So, <laughs> I mean, I was pretty happy with the way it turned out. Good, good. So yeah. that was our day. I mean, we went back to the room pretty early. The kids wanted to go in the pool that night, and um, I knew we'd be going to back to Magic Kingdom on like our fifth day. So that was the end of that day. Oh, so that um, that ended the. You went to Crystal Palace after the the wood. Yeah. After the yeah, final destination. At the final destination. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we went back. We went to Crystal Palace. And then uh, I don't even think we did any rides after. I think we pretty much head back. It was probably like 7 o'clock. We still had to go to the Poly and then drive back to the hotel. Gotcha. All right. So that worked out pretty well. All right. Um, so day number three then. Day number three was Animal Kingdom Day. So my plan, I, I got to tell you, it worked to perfection. Remember we talked about it? We were going to drive in super early. Yep. Okay. So um, you drove. What time did you get there? Because I know it's opening at eight o'clock. Okay, so it's opening at eight. It's extra magic hours. Uh, everyone told me that the buses start about forty-five minutes before park opening. Right. 
which means so the buses are going to start at 715. So I would like to be there before 715 because I want to get there before everyone else. So we left at about 645. Now, I got to also say you could probably stand to get there at least before 725. Yeah. If the buses are leaving at 715. That yeah. means you've still got a bit of a buffer because Animal Kingdom is so far away from everything. The only people that are getting there before you, possibly Animal Kingdom Lodge people. Right. We actually, I, I don't even think we meant to kind of leave this early because everyone was so excited and up. I mean, it was like, why stand around our room when we can just stand around the front of Animal Kingdom? Of course. So we drove, it was probably a 20-minute drive from Riverside over to Animal Kingdom. That we long? got there. Yeah, it was a little bit of a drive. Yeah. Um, I didn't feel like there was really too many people there so we got online and we we're just kind of hanging out it actually worked out pretty good we brought a little something to eat for breakfast like while we were waiting the best thing about it was and my brother-in-law had told me about this but you know you're not waiting at that gate until eight o'clock everyone on these lines are going to one place they're all going to fly a passage yeah so at like 7 30 they start letting people in oh do they start that early okay yeah, so they're scanning your ticket. So we go through, and you're kind of walking like, you know, I mean, you know the way there. You're walking like up to the left. Yeah. Right? Because you got to walk kind of to the center hub before you can like turn yeah. off. Yeah, where the tree of life so is. Discovery we walk, Island and then, is. Yeah. And then they stop us. And I'm like, oh, I thought we were just going to walk all the way through. No, then they stop us. So where, now do they, we're where, do they, where do they stop you? You know, I don't remember where we stopped the first time. It were was you over by, by the, the tree? It, yeah, but it was uh, at the front of the bridge. So we haven't like crossed the bridge yet. Okay. So we're kind of just standing there. So I'm like, okay. Great picture so opportunity. Hang- yeah, except there's, you know, a bazillion people. Around uh-huh. So now we are hanging out there for about 10 minutes. And after 10 minutes, we start walking to the next stop point, which is the start of Pandora. Okay. So we all walk there. And now, I mean, the crowd is just enormous. Well, And Pandora is the only thing open at this time, right? Yes. And not only is Pandora the only thing open, but they are telling us Flay Passage is the only thing open. River Journey is not even open at 8. Uh-huh. So I'm like, oh, okay. So well, now here, just... here's my question. Are they like slowly? So Pandora opens. Are they going to slowly guide you or is this going to be a stampede mad rush? Like Home Alone no, running through no, the no, airport. Okay. Like there are actual like cast members in the front. So you cannot run. They're walking you there like the rope. Okay. Cool. So now it is probably about 750 and we all start walking over to. Um, and you know what? It's probably not even 7.50. We start heading over to Flight of Passage. So when we get to Flight of Passage, they basically whittle everyone down. Um, amazingly seamlessly, by the way. They start whittling you down into, like, line formation. Perfect. Right? And you start your next... I mean, you are really continuously walking now through the line... <coughs> excuse me, of Flight of Passage. So I'm like, well, this is great. So... We're walking through the entire line. I mean, it's it's continuous. You're not stopped. I basically am stopped for the first time as, like, the first people waiting to enter, like, my little area for Flight Passage. Really? So, like, so you walked, uh, yeah. you, you oh, walked yeah. right through the lab. You walked right yep. through that, like, nighttime all area, that. all through the caves. Yep. What do you, you think of that queue? There's the actual doors? Yeah. Like, that's where we stopped for the first time. Like, they were wow. going to assign us, like, a door. My God, this is great. So, you know. The guy finally comes over. He's like, oh, you guys are right over here. Uh, so we do the whole pre-show. Long which is, pre-show, it's, right? It's a long pre-show. Um, so, you know, th- we did that, and then we got to get on the ride. And, you know, it is what it is. It's, it's, it is the real deal. 
yeah. as far as like rides go. So I would say, so to tell me about the re- like first reaction when the wall is just gone. I loved it. I mean, I knew from us talking what was going to happen. Uh-huh. So as a parent, you take a lot of joy in like your children's reaction. Yeah, but from what you told me, your children's reaction was not the best on this first. Well, so it was. So we were four in a row. So it was me, and then Ethan, and then Abby and Heather. Okay. So really, me and Ethan are kind of like tandemed up because like we're right next to each other. Right. And just to see him like you know really like being like oh this is awesome. I mean he just loved it. Uh-huh. Was really great. Now my daughter on the other hand polar opposite um she literally screamed mommy help me like multiple times now she will deny this uh-huh but i have it on good authority my wife that she literally was like freaking out on this ride because it's um, so immersive i mean like yeah. it really feels yeah. like you're somewhere and right. it, you know you you know you felt the 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 banshee breathing around your legs you you felt right. the the spritz of the sea and the smells and it, i mean it's just like I told you, Soren weaponized. Yeah. Yeah. It's great. I mean, I loved it. I, I mean, I was literally like, giggling. I thought it was like so fun. Yeah. You know? I, here's the thing, dude. Like when you walk out of that thing, the, my, one of my favorite parts is at the very end when you're leaving with everybody and you're walking out that huge exit queue. Yep. And just everybody is just giddy. Oh, yeah. Like there's just this manic energy in the air because you just experienced something that was out of this world. Yeah, I mean, it's funny. You know, I immediately thought, like, is there ever going to be a time where this is, like, old? No. I can't imagine. Like, can't tell. Then again, I mean, we always said that we said that about E.T. You know? I, I, I think the pre-show is so long. It's a very like, long pre-show. I, I watched the pre-show with a whole bunch of people who've never been on this before. Because, you know, odds are you're there with people who've never been on it before. Right. I can see five years from now people, like... Literally just talking through that entire pre-show. Yeah, I could see that once. Like, everybody's had their, their chance to get through it. Right. Okay, so Flight of Passage, uh, your first go-around. Right, Huge awesome. success. So we are walking out there. And, you know, also, by the way, thrilled that it was coming early was a success. It is 8. I text my brother-in-law. I remember because he wanted to know how we liked it. I text him at 8.15. We were in Wind Traders. Like, we had gotten, we were already off the ride. Wow. Total success. Now do you get the Banshees here? Um, did I get the Banshees here? No. I told the kids to wait until our second, because we had a fast pass uh-huh. at like 9.30 for um, Flight of Passage again. I'm like, let's wait for the second time, because I have no idea what you do with them. Oh, you know what? Right. I take it back. I'm pretty sure at some point, we spent a good time in that store, like, looking around. So I think at this point, um, you know, everyone's kind of scoping out what they want to get, which of course you know, my kids are right going crazy. I mean, they had pretty much been saving up for a year to like, uh, so we wander out at some point and, you know, people are using the restroom. We're kind of just like killing time. And I noticed that, um, river journey, it looks like people are heading over to river journey. Now I told you it was not open at eight o'clock and it is now probably eight thirty. They must have opened it up because we are now heading over towards river journey. So we just went and walked over and pretty much walked right on River Journey. That's awesome. It was okay. I mean, so, you know, I mean, it's awesome that you didn't have to wait for it. Yeah, yeah, no, I was really happy about that. Um, I had kind of built in time on this day, knowing I'd have to wait because I mean, I've seen the wait times 
on the app of like 90 minutes, 100 minutes. Right. I figured this would be the one we'd have to wait for. I was hoping we wouldn't have to wait too early. <sighs> I mean, how, how glad are you that you didn't wait for that? Oh, yeah. It would have been devastating because I enjoyed the ride. I feel like I really maybe would not have enjoyed it. It's a pretty boat ride. Up. Yeah. So we did that, and then we got to go on our second go-around on Flight of Passage, which much better for my daughter knowing what was coming. Right. So thrilled to do that a second time. Uh, and then we pretty much had our Wind Traders extravaganza where there were banshees and <coughs> banshee skulls or whatever that thing is purchased. And, yeah. You know, it's been crazy buying stuff. So Okay, so now you're done with Pandora, so now it's the rest of Animal Kingdom, right? Yeah, so now my daughter's nine, and let me just preface this by saying for the two days prior to this, she would manage to occasionally knock off her magic band. Oh my gosh, my magic okay. band. Put it back on. Right. And, you know, as a parent, you are like, don't fidget with your magic band. You're going to end up losing it. Uh-huh. And then what? And what are we going to do? So we head over towards Dino Land because I want to ride Dinosaur at this point. Right. But, and again, it is this day is super sunny and super hot. And it's I mean, Animal and Kingdom, you know, so it's hotter. Yeah, it's like at least 20 degrees hotter. You know how I am with PhotoPass. I'm making these kids wait for every picture in the sun. So (laughs) it is like it's going south. Like they're just like, oh. So um, we look at Dinosaur and it's a 50 minute wait, which I would never normally wait. But uh, we're here all day. What am I going to do? Yeah. You you know, guys, you knocked out the time consuming stuff in 30 minutes. Right. I'm like, we're going to go wait online for Dinosaur. And they're like, fine. Now, my kids bought their Banshees and, like children, insisted on immediately wearing said Banshees. I'm not going to say I did I did that, too, but I did. Right. So, oh, by the way, we went to lunch in this all at the same time. We actually didn't leave Pandora probably till 1130. So we were there pretty much all morning just looking around. We went in the store, the same store, like five times. Right. Um, so at this point, we have, like, walked over. Heather is like, okay, listen. This line's 50 minutes. I don't even care about this ride. <laughs> I'm going to take, I am now carrying boxes of Banshees. I'm taking all of this stuff and bringing it back to the car because we got there so early. We parked pretty close. Right. I'm like, awesome. 50 minute wait. You go knock that out. I know secretly she just wants to go sit in the car and put the air conditioning on full blast. Probably. Yeah. Yeah. I'm like, this, this will all work out. Everyone's going to win here. So I take the kids on this line, which is, you know, stressful line. So I'm online for about 20 minutes and I text Heather and my God, did you get to the car? And she's like, yeah, she's like, I'm literally just sitting here with the air conditioning blowing. Right. And you I'm know, like, you oh, know your wife very well. <laughs> yeah. Like perfect. You know, like just, she gets a couple minutes of quiet and downtime. Yep. You know, we're going to go on this ride. Five minutes later, Kevin, I get a text from my wife that says I have lost my magic bands. Oh no. And she's outside so for, the park. She's outside the park. So for five minutes, I freak out like, oh, my gosh. First of all, I can't believe it that she's been on my daughter the whole time about losing the magic band. And she's lost the magic band. Right. I'm like, oh, my, what are we going to do? Like, we lost the magic band. Like, this is insane. Like, I, I, I lose. It. And then after about five minutes, I realized I'm pretty sure we can't be the first people to ever lose our magic bands. No, I've lost magic bands. It's Right. So I'm like, oh, OK, go to guest services. It'll all be good. Yeah. Um, usually you're going to have to make do with a gray one, but. Right. So she goes to guest services. They end up giving her like a card, you know, like the stupid card version. Yeah. Right. So she's like, you know, this is fine. So I'm like, okay, whatever. She doesn't even care about magic. You can always pack extra magic bands. Yeah, whatever. She doesn't even care. Right. 
never thought about that before this. So she comes in. We end up spending the day in Animal Kingdom. We actually left because the kids were so hot. We did leave and go in the pool at home and then went back because we had a Yak and Yeti and a wonderful nighttime safari. Just kidding. Planned. Yeah. So we did. We kind of left and came back. We did all that. We went into Pandora at night, which was wonderful. Uh, at the end, literally, as we're walking out, Heather's like, let me stick my head in guest services. They said to come back and see if anyone turned it in. And they were like, oh, yeah, we have it right here. Perfect. Boom, magic band back. I'm like, oh, that's just so crazy. So we got the magic band back. I'm three days into the trip. I'm like, this trip, we are killing it. We're, we are knocking everything out. Right. I'm like thrilled. Right. Mandel's run so, Disney World. Now, let me also point out that when we went back to the room to go in the pool, they had not yet made up our room, like um, made services. So when we came back at night, they had done the room. So when we came back, the room was like freshly made. Okay. Day four, we wake up. It is um, Hollywood Studios. Fantastic. All the things to do at Hollywood Studios today. All that, all those, all the thing to do at Hollywood Studios. Right. So I know today's going to be an easy day. We're going to do studios, we're going to do pool, and we're going to Disney Springs for the first time. Oh, so nice. pretty laid back day. This is going to be fun. So it's eight o'clock in the morning, and I'm brushing my teeth, and my son is like, um, "Dad, I where is my magnetic piece for my banshee? Because he wants to play with it and put it on his shoulder." Yeah. And I'm like, "It is in the box." And he's like, right, but I can't find the box. And I'm like, dude, we live in one room. Like, it's got to be here, right? I mean, it's a box. <sighs> so I finish brushing my teeth. I go, look, no, no, he's not wrong. There are no boxes. At which point we deduce that Maid Services has thrown out our cardboard banshee boxes, which I have no problem with. I cannot. No, I have a problem with that. Those are nice boxes. And they're they clear. Nice they clearly serve a purpose. You should Except have been far angrier than you were about this. Cause you texted me about this. And I was just like, you need to turn this resort on its head. Well, thank God I'm married to my wife because I would have just called and been like, Oh, you can't help me. Okay. Sorry. Um, it has the packets inside with the belt clip and the magnet. Yeah. So Heather now calls. And the first person we talked to, no good. What did person they say? Number, person number two, they just try and pass you off to someone else. Oh, they're going to call you. So she waited like 15 minutes for someone to call us, and no one calls us. Now, I would like to be on my way to Hollywood Studios at this point. Right, you've got a lot of things to do. So second person, um, they can't really, they're going to try and find a manager. I mean, now Heather is just like, okay, I literally have to roll through people here. So she is just like crushing through people to get to someone who can help. Mm -hmm. So finally a manager gets on the phone. So Heather's trying to explain the situation. And let me say the most amazing part is this um, manager has no concept of what a banshee is. And I'm like, whoa. That's kind of crazy. I would assume it's a sixty dollars no, souvenir. That's what I, it is. That now I know Disney World has like I don't know a bazillion employees, but I don't know. I would think people would know, but especially in management, it's a sixty dollars souvenir, that, right? T- two of which are now rendered useless without this one little piece, right? So this woman is like, listen, like she's like the top of this phone call. So she's like, listen, don't worry about it. Worst case scenario, we will get you two new ones. And Heather's like, we don't want two new ones. 
I, it's not, we just need the little packet on the inside. I'm not trying to get them to give me $70, but I just want the little magnet and the bell clip. Right. Cause you got it. the, you got the one that you wanted already. Yeah. We have our Banshees. The Banshees were not in the box. It's literally the dumb cardboard box and the stew, but you really do need that magnet thing or you're shot. It's useless without the magnet. Yeah. So basically we're now in the park and I'm just assuming it's all going to work out. And I will say, you know, due to modern convenience, you know, this woman is like texting Heather. So we are yeah, waiting. I got at, my box right here. These are nice boxes. Okay. It is a nice box. So at we're at 10 o'clock. We're online to meet Star Lord and Baby Group. Oh, amazing, right? Which opens at 10. I literally walked by at 9.55. There's one woman standing there. And I'm like, is this a line? To, it says opening at 10. I'm like, are you online to meet? She's like, yeah. I'm like, oh, we were people number two. I'm like, this couldn't work out better. Right. So we're online because they're about to bring Star-Lord out. And Heather gets a text from this manager. And it's a picture from inside of our room of two new boxes. And they've set the, our Banshees up on top of the boxes with the little packets. Okay, and she's great. like, took care of it for you. I'm like, oh, I mean, awesome. You know, apparently she's like, she's like, I would have called the store. And they were like, don't worry, we got it. So it all worked out great. Um side side note the box is actually the small box which actually looked like the one you had not the boxes we actually got initially but uh -huh. who cares i'm chucking the boxes anyway right um she then says i'm going to give you three fast passes each on your account that you can use today in the park <laughs> which would be in, great in hollywood studios <laughs> which would be great if i wasn't at hollywood studios oh. so heather pretty much says hey we're at hollywood studios and she's like oh okay i'm gonna make it you can use it for the rest of your trip you just can't use them in pandora <laughs> that's better. but you can use them for whatever you want i'm like oh, okay now that worked out way better um so that worked out pretty well so i was pretty happy about that so, you know, listen, we were barely, we were barely in studios. We did Star Tours. We did Toy Story Mania. I walked around. We ate at Sci-Fi, which was great. Yeah. I got to say, I, I always need to eat there. Uh -huh. So I'm at, I'm at Sci-Fi, and I'm sitting at my table. I did some kind of trivia outside. They had a little trivia game, which was pretty fun. They take us to our table. We sit down. I'm like, look, perusing the menu. Like a manager walks over and hands me a card. Okay. Up the front desk. And it is a card saying, thank you for coming so much. Like, get we, out. Yes. I, you know, I'll take a picture of it tonight and send it to you. And it is like a little note that just says, we appreciate you always coming here. So I'm like, huh. Okay. Now for real, I know that they're like tracking. Apparently, cool apparently Garden Grill isn't. No. Or maybe they are and they just didn't say anything. Who knows? Um, we had a fantastic waiter at Garden Grill, too, Bob. Uh, and I actually, I never really, I should do it more, but I never really, like, commend people for how great they are. My son thought he was so funny. I actually asked him if he could take a picture, if my son could take a picture with him, because he really liked him. Oh, and, you know, and I don't always like doing stuff, because I would never want somebody to take a picture of, like, me or my kids. But I asked him, I'm like, you know, my son just thinks you're really funny. I went up to one of the managers who happened to be like wandering around outside and I was like listen you know I just gave the lowdown on how great Bob was and they were like we really appreciate this I'm they like, do yeah. because the the usually when you do that the cast member that you've complimented gets some kind of commendation for it well I'm actually going to write like maybe an email to Disney if I can figure out where to send it to and put this picture with it just to tell them like I mean, <laughs> Disney, 
like above and beyond fantastic. If anybody out there, if any of our listeners know <clears throat> what email, where, where Pete would send that, uh, post in the Facebook group and I will me either myself yeah, or his sister-in-law will forward it over to him. So I'm wrapping up this day at Hollywood Studios. And by day, I mean it is not even one o'clock. Yeah. We are walking out the front. And in the very front is Donald and Daisy. Now, my sister-in-law Fantastic. loves the duck. Right. Like, so the kids are like, oh, we should really get pictures. So I'm like, okay. So I have this down to a science. I'm taking them online for Daisy while Heather waits online for Donald. I'm like, oh, this is great. We get the Daisy picture because it's so short. We go back to the Donald line. I'm like knocking this out. The kids are standing over in the shade with Heather. I'm waiting online in the sun. I get to see Captain Phasma walk her troops down the street. Awesome, right? I am the second person from the front when the handler for Donald goes to the, the couple in front of me, can I hold you here for one second? We have a make-a-wish family. Uh. This is where, let me tell you something, Kevin. This trip got a little weird at points. So they're like, sure. Oh, yeah, absolutely. So there's multiple handlers, I guess, because Daisy's out there too. So the next guy is like, oh, okay, you're up now. And she's like, no, no, no. They said there's a make-a-wish family. So they're like, oh, okay, cool. So they bring over this Make-A-Wish family. And it is like two women, older than me, no kids, just two women. She clearly has the Make-A-Wish lanyard. Uh-huh. And it is now Make-A-Wish, of course, is a children's charity, um, you know, runs like two to 18 kind of thing. Like, I don't think like adults really do it, but I don't know the parameters of the situation. Well, this lady in front of me starts, I don't want to say screaming because maybe that sounds crazy, but very loudly verbalizing where are the kids oh no kevin she says it five times it's make-a-wish somebody in this situation clearly has cancer or something like i don't know i know there is a kid and he couldn't make it today because he's in the hospital or there's a kid who just didn't make it today Right. But this is never going to be my position to police the situation. Oh. This lady and her husband, the husband didn't say anything. He just stood there like, that's right. But the woman, five times, where are the kids? The poor woman with the lanyard turns around, and she is now completely devastated. Oh and the woman's like, God. No, no, I didn't mean it like that. But they said make a wish. So I assumed that there would be children. Now, the Disney handler has come over, albeit too late at this point, and yeah. is trying to diffuse the situation but i kevin i couldn't believe it after like three times of her saying it i i I like looked at the husband like are you gonna step in here because i feel like telling her what what are you doing like i get it listen that that there's no way that guy had any soul left in him and you know what let's say these people are scamming this this, woman is like they've literally stolen (laughs) 30 that that interaction between these people and donald it, come on. Do you think it was 30 total seconds? Probably not. Right. I mean, they took a picture. There was no autograph. There was no like, oh, we're going to talk. to. No, no. They literally took a picture with Donald. I couldn't believe it, Kevin. It was so insane. I didn't know what to do. I normally am pretty verbal about things. <sighs> I desperately wanted to say something, but I'm just like, you know what? I need to stay as far out of this situation. As yeah, possible. you made the right call. You made the I right call. I couldn't believe it. Who would do that? Is that oh. not the craziest thing you've ever heard? You know what? I wish I could say I'm surprised. There are just some awful entitled people that go there. Like it's that is just I yeah, got, like was, I'm angry for I'm angry for you at this point. Like with this like I and here's you know what? You you being you, I, I absolutely get you not saying anything. I would have gotten in trouble. 
I know. That's what I was afraid of. As is that when I went up to Donald, I wanted to be like, "Really, Donald? You took a picture with that lady?" <laughs> like I wanted to like shame Donald for you should have stepped in there, Donald. I um, I honestly would have like I would have gotten in an argument. It was crazy. Oh, I hate that. Oh my god, that way, that story just man. Did your kids see that? Like, did you have to explain that yeah. to your kids? Oh, I, yes. We're second online, so my kids are with me at this point. Ugh. All right. So what? So okay. So you leave Hollywood Studios. You go yep. back to the hotel at this point. Yeah, we went to the pool. We actually went over to the French Quarter pool, which is actually very nice. They have a big slide and stuff. Yeah, yeah. It's and, like the dragon slide, right? Yeah, yeah, that was pretty neat. And then we went to Disney Springs. It's very cool. A little disconcerting being at Disney Springs. I haven't been there since it was downtown. So it's the same, but it's not the same in any way, shape, or form. Correct. So I'll be standing someplace and have like no idea where I am. Yeah. Like yeah, I'm at Raglan Road, right? Which I've been I've been to Raglan Road how many times? I'm standing at Raglan Road and I'm like, nope, I have no clue like where we're <laughs> supposed to go. Yeah. Well, because Disney <laughs> Springs used to just downtown Disney was like a strip. And now it's like this big, yeah. intricate, you know. Right. Now there's like avenues to walk down. It was a little crazy and confusing. Um, I spent probably too much money at the Christmas store. Yeah. I did get free chocolates at Ghirardelli. Of course you did. They were the peppermint ones, uh-huh. right? Yeah, they were great. Yeah. We went to Planet Hollywood just because I went to see how they changed it. Uh, don't need <clears> to do that. Again. Oh, there you go. Wasn't bad, but. You know, honestly, come on, don't need to do that. No again. world, no, no world of poutine, no nothing like that. No, no poutine at all on this trip, which is a little bit of a bummer. Um, we did go to World Disney, and that was pretty fun. I went into the um, the photo pass little area where they take your picture with the backdrops. You know what? I gotta tell you, we literally were in there for five minutes. I mean, we we're in and out. I thought yeah. it was cool. Yeah, for five minutes. My favorite thing, hands down, in uh, Disney Springs is the Coke store. Awesome, right? Did you go did you picture with the bear? Well, yeah. So I'm like, and that's the only reason why I'm there. I don't care about buying like a T-shirt that says, you know, Coke Zero Sugar. You know, I just right. want, I just want a picture with the bear. So I'm like, oh, and there's day, there's a person right at the door, and she's like, oh, right up the floor too. You can jump right on that elevator. I'm like, oh, this is really cool. So we go upstairs, and I guess I had forgotten, by the way, that's Photo Pass. How cool is it that it's Photo Pass? It's so there's a lot of Photo Pass in Disney Springs now. Really? Oh, I didn't see too many. But sometimes over by the Christmas tree and over on the Christmas tree trail that they have for Christmas this year, you can get photo pass and photo pass photographers all over the place. And that's where Santa is, and Santa also has photo pass. Oh, nice. Um, oh, I knew that because we did that last time. Uh, well, we went upstairs, and there's no one up there. Oh, Literally, fantastic. No one. I'm like, this is this is awesome. They must have taken like a zillion pictures of my kids. My daughter thought it was the coolest thing in the world. So could we you got imagine fantastic. your daughter like four years ago meeting that bear? Four years ago, she would have been fine. Six years ago, she would have been. It would have been night out the door. Because that bear can yeah. be kind of scary. He's a big dude. He's huge. He's huge, which is actually why she liked him this time because he's like awesome. But um, come, did he sit down on the floor with your kids? Because he does that sometimes. No, no, he just grabbed them. He had Abby like in like a little hug. It was awesome. A bear hug. Uh, yeah, get it. So that was pretty great. That was kind of like the highlight of my. Uh, I did get when I was at the uh, Christmas store. The girl who helped me at the counter was I, I made the mistake of saying I own a comic book store because she was like talking about my T-shirt. And uh-huh. that's somehow guys talking about like Rick and Morty, which got her like showing me like her like Facebook page. It got really weird. That is really weird. Is this a cast member? 
Yeah, and she's literally like looking around to see if a manager's coming. And she's like, "Let me show you this picture of like." I'm like, "This is all right. This is a little bit weird." Ethan thought it was hysterical. Uh -huh. She was just like, "People just love talking to you," and I'm like, ah, "We got to find a way out." <laughs> it got a little wacky, um, but she did get all my stuff set, you know, mailed to me, and that all worked out pretty well. All right. So next day. All right. So next day is our return to Magic Kingdom. Right. Here's where the trip takes a little bit of a slide, if you will. It hasn't slid already. <laughs> right. So at this point, I am like, huh, like I'm on this trip. We, we bang out another Magic Kingdom day. We do everything we want to do. I have uh, we went to you know Beauty and the Beast for lunch. Fantastic. We do all this. I at this point am like talking to my wife and I'm like, I I genuinely think I am either extremely out of shape like so that i don't realize or too old to be doing these like magnitude of disney trips i don't know if it's the heat talking but like i'm like i'm feeling it right so we had this great trip oh we went to chef mickey's in the morning chef mickey's total gem have you done chef mickey's yeah i've done it i'm not for, I, the, not for the, breakfast i don't think I've, the I've done selection it for of breakfast is hands down the best of all the character breakfasts really Yes, carving stations and anything you can think of. They have it. Awesome. Um, so we parked at Contemporary, by the way, too. Awesome, right? Yep. Having that car totally saved this trip. And then you can walk so, over to the Magic Kingdom from the Contemporary. Right. So I'm going to fast forward this for you. So we end up leaving. We went to Ohana at night, and I am, like, ready to pass. I'm, like, taking – really, I'm not a huge, like, Advil person. I don't know. I just don't take a lot of medicine. Uh -huh. But I'm, like, I, I knew I had Advil in the bag. I'm, like, I could take Advil. I have this headache. So that night, we take the kids home. No fireworks because everyone's pooped. Kids want to go in the quiet pool. I'm, like, I'll take you over there. We're right next to it. I take them in the quiet pool, and I'm, like, going to go in with them. And I realize, nope, I'm not going in with them. I'm going to just sit here, like, on the side of the pool. And I'm sitting there with just with my feet in the pool. Kids are like doing their thing. And I'm like, man, I'm so tired at like 8.30. Like I'm like ready to pass out. Right. This is crazy. So long story short, I get up and go back to the room and go to bed. And like that's you know, the end of our night. I wake up the next day, Kevin, and there's something not right. Oh, boy. Like I get out of bed and I'm like, wow. Like I really feel terrible. Like this, so now I'm convinced, you know, in your brain, you're like, I got to figure out what's wrong. I'm like, Oh my gosh, I'm dehydrated. That's what it must be. I got to start drinking like tons of water. Uh -huh. Right. <laughs> no, I'm in Disney world. Like I got to bang this out. I have a fantastic day planned because those fast passes we got on day four, yeah. we're using today in Epcot. Uh -huh. We're going to do frozen Soren and test track. No lines. This is going to be our day. Uh -huh. We get there. So I make it, I'm on the bus standing room only. Of course. Which, by the way, I'm the I'm the person standing before the steps. You know, like the steps in the very back. Uh huh. The guy standing on the top of the steps loses his stroller and it crashes down behind me. Oh no! But this actually isn't a problem. I was still standing so firmly, it was okay. I just thought it was like ironic, given like you know the nature of this day. We go to check in. I I we're walking in and I say to Heather, I'm like, you know what? I would never do this, but can you take my bag and go through security? Like I'm like I need to like sit down. Uh huh. So she's like. So I place my children maybe 10 feet away from me. I'm like, you guys are going to stand right here and look for mommy coming out of this giant line. And I went and sat down at one of the little things. And mm -hmm. I'm just sitting there. I mean, Kevin, I haven't even gotten the park yet. And I'm already like, nope, not going to make it. Oh. I can't believe it. And I'm, you know me. I'm like, I'm going to push through. This is how it works. You come on vacation, you go there. So 
we went there. I ended up riding Soren, which we had a fast pass. So I did get to see the Epcot ball at yes. the end. Space, or Spaceship Earth, as it's sometimes called. It's a ball for me. Um, loved it. Um, did it did it fix the Soren around the world experience for you? Uh, no, I didn't think so. No, we we had a fast pass for Living with the Land. Oh, Got to do that. Love it. Because listen, while when I'm sitting down, I'm okay. Like I'm at least conscious. You know what right, I mean? Like, right. uh, so I'm like, oh, okay. So I'm on Living with the Land. I'm like, oh, this is. I really enjoy this ride. I don't feel like I'm gonna like pass out while we're actually you know on this so i now i'm like okay listen why don't we just eat at uh sunshine seasons now we i mean everyone else i can't even think about food so i'm now i swear kevin people must thought i was like a crazy person i am now laying down in a booth <laughs> like like there's something really wrong with me uh. while wife and kids are like going and getting food like i mean it's that bad like if you walked by you would have been like What's up with this guy? Like, what did he do last night? Some homeless guy got in here. He's got a really long beard and he's laying down. It was really bad. And I am like giggling because I am so sick. I am like, I I almost can't believe this. So I'm still of the mindset that I'm going to power through. So we, I, I, listen, we have a frozen fast pass. I want to see frozen. So we ended up making it and going uh, on frozen. I will say that I went to the, restroom in you know the mexican counter service across from san angel yeah i went into the bathroom there and was probably sick for the first time since i was like a small child like huh. physically ill well, um I, I, on that day at twelve nineteen p.m i texted you and said hey what are you doing tonight hoping to like meet up or something you said possibly throwing up i'm 100 yes. percent sick trying to figure out what's wrong possible right. dehydration I'm so convinced I'm dehydrated at this point. By the way, it wasn't. It was just a stomach buck. So, I think I might do my frozen fast pass in 20 and then head back. This stinks. Right, that's, this is exactly where I'm at. Uh-huh. So I'm like, I got to do this frozen fast pass. I want to see this ride. You've never seen so, it before at this point. Right. So we go, we walk over to frozen, which by the way, chore in itself, because I'm like walking through people and I'm like uh-huh. a zombie. So we make it through frozen. Uh, you know what? Really liked it. A little plain. Yeah, but you know what? If it's where the future of animatronics and dark rides are going, yeah. I'm happy with Agreed. that. Agreed. Cool. So we ride that, and at this point, nope, I got to go back to the room. I'm like, we've been going back to the room midday a lot. Let's go back to the room. Maybe I just need to take a nap. We go back to the room. Kevin, when I say I pass out within three minutes of being in that room, like I literally laid on the bed and just passed out. Uh-huh. 4.02, Heather wakes me up. Abby, by the way, is also passed out. And Heather's like, listen, we're done. I'm going to take the kids to the restaurant here in the hotel. I'm like, okay. no, 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 we have all these fast passes. I, you got to go, you got to go ride test track twice. And you got to go on space your birth. And I have a fast pass for chefs to France. You guys have to go. I'm like, this is like their last night in Disney. So Heather's like, fine, I will take them. Even though I can tell she doesn't want to. Uh-huh. She's like, I'll, I will say they went and stayed till park close. They went to France and had dinner. They rode Test Track twice. They went on Spaceship Earth. They did everything. It was awesome. I laid in this room. No, because you're like in and out. I almost wish it was sleep, but you're like in and out of sleep. Yeah. So I'm now like burning up, and I've turned the temperature all the way down, (laughs) and I fall asleep for half an hour, and now I'm so hot that like, I mean, now I'm so cold that I'm like turning the heat up. 
like Kevin, you'll appreciate this. Two broke girls was on the television. Oh no! And you couldn't the change the channel. Thing that <laughs> I, I I couldn't find the remote. The only thing that makes things sick even crazier is a really really bad episode of Two Broke Girls. Oh, I, that's day, every episode of Two Broke Girls is a really really bad episode. So bad. I've now not eaten in probably like twenty four hours. Oh, and you listen to Cat Dennings just kind of like like dryly oh. deliver her lines like. Ugh. It was it was somewhat of a nightmare. Although to be honest with you, it's gonna sound weird. I was really thrilled Heather took the kids and wasn't in the room. I needed to kind of just lay there and be like a terrible human being for a couple hours. I mean, how did you make like Stifler's mom comes in there with her horrible Polish accent, just like I want to eat cupcakes, and you're just like, <laughs> like oh, it would have been it for me. It was it was pretty bad. I did change it to Thursday night football because that was on, but at this point I was just shot because so I was in and out of sleep. Um, Slept all night, woke up the next day. Kids were actually really concerned about me. I don't know if they've ever seen, like, their dad sick. So it was kind of cute in a way that, like, they were, like, kind of upset. And I'm like, oh, no, just the stuff. Right. But, like, you know, they were like, wow, dad's so sick. Like, he didn't go to Epcot. So I missed out on doing any food and wine that we had planned for that day. Uh I didn't get to go back into mouse gear, which I know sounds silly to everyone, but I really want. I get it. Uh, yeah. It was it was a little bit of like a bummer. It also makes me realize that the three days before that, where I was like having declining health and thought I was like literally becoming too old to go to Disney, I apparently was like getting really sick. Right, and the fact so, that you were able to to power through it was remarkable. It shows that you're not too old for Disney. And no, you're probably awesome. just a little crazy. But the night before, when we were at when we were at Ohana for dinner, I like barely ate, and I was like, man, I'm just not liking this meal today. And now peel and eat shrimp. I did have them. Were they peel and eat? Yeah. Oh, so it was a disaster. Eh, I I figured out the formula. Okay. You peel them all. Then you have to like clean your hands really thoroughly. Oh, and then you eat. Okay. And then you can fork and knife them. Cool. So you might as well get double the amount you want to get, work them, and then eat whatever you think you can eat. Gotcha. All right. But no, I don't have sense. to go back and peel more. Makes um, sense. So the next day, here. so here's the worst thing. It's not even like I can help pack. It's not like I can help put things in the car. Like, I am out. So Heather kind of did some, like, light packing that night. We're going to Universal the next morning. Right. We got up the next morning. Kevin, I was terrified that, like, I was going to be in the same shape. I felt slightly better. Like, I got out of bed and wasn't like, ooh. But, like, didn't really have too, like, much, like, hunger yet. I mean, at this point, it's literally been, like, 36 hours of no food. Like In my head, I'm like, I should probably eat. But. Uh, we packed everything, went to Universal, checked in, and that all kind of went really smoothly. Cool. So that was kind of good. The hotel walking distance to the park, like which, real which, walking which, distance. Which hotel was it again? We stayed at the Royal Pacific. I really okay. liked it. I mean, you just walk on this path, and you're at the you're at Islands of Adventure. Yeah, it's yeah, it's really, pretty cool. It's really neat. You're right. You get uh-huh. right into City Walk. Um, the um, when did you do? Um, cause I, no, you know. Obviously, we know your opinions on a lot of the rides. E.T., right. you know, Transformers, Potter. Let me just make a comment because I had the Unlimited Express Pass. Okay. So I've been selling this to the kids all the time. Like, we can ride whatever ride we want over and over. Except for Harry Potter. No, now you can use it on Harry Potter. Oh, okay. Yeah, so we're killing it. I didn't even go to Harry Potter first because I'm like, why go on these rides? Um, because here's my thing about going to Harry Potter first. It's what I always tell people. Um, everybody goes to Harry Potter first. So go, right. I say go do Transformers and Man in Black and Simpsons while nobody else is there because everybody's in Diagon Alley. I agree. And, and then when they that, all filter out to go do the other stuff, you slide into Diagon Alley. If you get in an hour early, everyone there also has the Unlimited Express Pass. Uh-huh. 
everyone. So it's not like you're getting like ahead of anybody. No. Do you know what I mean? There's no point in doing them. Yep. So, um, so we Transformers walk, you know, we went, is always my first ride of the day. It was our first ride also. It's the best. We walked into, and I told you we actually went to Universal first. So we kind of made that right. And we're walking down, and there is a Hello Kitty store there. Sanrio, yeah. Which has Hello Kitty outside. Yes, it does. So my daughter went absolutely crazy and got oh, pictures. Is, is she a Hello Kitty person? I mean, she's a nine-year-old girl. Okay, so yes. So we took a picture with Hello Kitty. At this point, we are walking towards Transformers, because that's what we all want to go on. My daughter loves the Transformers ride. And we noticed that the Transformer out to in the meet and greet, which is always Bumblebee, yeah, is Optimus Prime. Nice. So my daughter literally says the greatest sentence ever. She's like, oh, my gosh, we're going to get to meet Hello Kitty and Optimus Prime. And I'm like, <laughs> You are totally right. I'm like, so we got we got to meet both. We got to go meet Optimus Prime, and then we rode uh, Transformers. But the thing I realized is yeah. having this unlimited express pass, mm-hmm. so I can now ride whatever I want, whenever I want. These rides are not meant for repeat like riding. No, can't ride that Transformers ride twice. No. you just won't no, make it. Yeah, Simpsons. I defy you to ride Simpsons a bunch of times mm-hmm. in a row. No, one Simpsons, and I'm done. Yeah, you're done. You're like, I don't know how I made it through that and one. And the next time I go back, I'm probably not riding Simpsons again. Like, I'm done no. for, like, I'm done for if a little you bit. you told me I can go ride Big Thunder Mountain ten times in a row, that sounds fantastic. Oh, I'm there. Like, I'll ride if it I have to ride, If I have to ride any of these Universal rides twice, I can't do it. I could probably get through Spider-Man more than once. Wait, because we like Spider-Man. I could do the Harry Potter ones more than once, too. But... Gringotts I can do more than once. I couldn't do Forbidden Journey more than once. I can barely really? do Forbidden oh, I Journey actually, once. I feel the opposite, actually. I hate Forbidden Journey. I really do. Really? Forbidden Journey, I think, is the gem. Uh, I just don't like when it goes upside down. It doesn't really go upside down. It goes upside down. It doesn't go upside down. From the, from the guy who almost lost his phone on it? You're going to tell me it yes, doesn't go upside down? by the way. By the way, giddy. Sheer joy. <laughs> I'm riding that ride knowing... My phone and my wallet are safely tucked behind me <laughs> in a little compartment. Here's yeah, there's the a little there's a little compartment in those seats. Yeah. People don't realize that. Here, here's the problem. That ride moves fast. So when you load and unload, oh, it's going. Oh, yeah. I'm always the first person onto the ride vehicle. So I'm always in the far right seat if you're facing it, right? right. So where's the problem with this? When it comes through and the bar comes up and you can now get off, I need to jump out of the seat, pull open that container, grab both my items, pull them out, close it. I turn around. I'm already at the end of the thing. I am now jumping from moving platform to regular ground. Yeah, you are. It's terrifying. It's not like they slow it down. No. Nope, you are just full steam. They, you, yeah, no, they, it stops for no man. Um, the um, <clears throat> Now, you did Wrath of Poseidon. Yeah, I did. What did you think Starring of this? Kevin Kessler. I, I got to tell you something. That is your like dream gift. That's the that's the other text I got from you. I was just looking at it where you said uh, it's it's really true. I really like that, but that is it's almost like they are like doing like Kevin on that like walkthrough. You said, "Oh, I've I found the perfect Kevin dream job in in a park. I just did Poseidon's Fury, and that guy is literally playing you." <laughs> I said, uh, "I said, yeah, I thought it would be fun to do it when I first went in, and I asked how you liked it, and you said." Well, I haven't done it in 17 years and probably won't for another 17, but that might just be because my feet are killing me. Yeah, listen, I was really pooped, but I do like that show. I just I don't know if I need to do it every time. It's fun. I mean, but, dude, like I would totally do that job. Like I would totally like be wheeled in the 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 trident and stuff like that. Like that It's it it's fun. Great. You would you would be fantastic at that. Oh, thank you. 
It, I mean, it's like playing you. You wouldn't need to actually like do anything. No, yeah, it is. It would kind of be, you know, being me. But uh, you know, it's uh, you know, maybe maybe in maybe on Earth seventeen, right? There's a Kevin doing that. Um, uh, we did eat at Toothsome's, by the way, for dinner. Oh, okay, and okay, what'd you think? Really enjoyed it. Good. That was Heather's favorite meal. What'd you get? Um, I went with some kind of a steak sandwich, which was okay. Um, I don't even remember what Heather got, but everyone really liked it. Everyone liked their food totally. Did anyone do the milkshake? Ethan did. Yeah. And at the end, Ethan was like so ready to go. So he got like a crazy milkshake that had like a cupcake inside of it and a cupcake on top of it. And I really wanted to get a picture with the, um, with Jacques and the lady who like, you know, quote unquote runs the place. Yeah. The robot. And she kind of like passed us right by. What? Ethan and I'm sorry, Abigail and Heather went to the bathroom. She walked by and me and Ethan were there and she was just like, oh, are you guys enjoying it? And we're like, well, we really are. She's like, great. And just went to the next table. And I'm like, no, like I missed my one shot. What about the robot? He wasn't even there. So I'm like, oh, this is terrible. So we had this great waiter, Sean, who totally talked the entire time. He was the one that was telling us about like Mario Land and everything. Uh So like Abby was like super psyched about that. But um, I was like, oh, man, I feel like we missed our chance. And he's like, no, no, no. You can just go up to him. You see her walking around. Even if it's upstairs, you just walk right up to him. They'll take a picture with you, whatever you want. I'm like, oh, that's cool. You and I both know I'm not, like, going to go and, like, walk and, like, hunt this woman, like, down just right. to get a picture. But I guess he must have said something to her because she came back over with Jacques. And they wanted to take, like, a picture with Abby. So Ethan, who had previously been like, I really just want to eat my food, was now like, I'm going to get in this picture. So it was pretty great, actually. So that worked out pretty well. That's awesome. So what you did find the so, robot. Yeah, and he uh, was pretty great. So we awesome. took a fantastic picture. It came out great. Uh, we also did do the um, shutter buttons. What's shutter buttons? Shutter buttons is the little video you make in Harry Potter where like they walk you through a bunch of like green screen things and then they make this cool video of like you like talking to Dumbledore and you oh, guys. Oh, cool. I never even heard about that. I didn't know about it either until someone in my store told me about it. And I'm like, how did I miss this? And apparently I've walked by it like every time I go huh, there. Where is it? So um, it's right in Diagon. No, not in Diagon Alley, but like over in like London. It's right by the store that sells. It's literally connected to the store that sells the robes. Fantastic. Yep. So it was actually really fun. I got a picture of like me and Heather like dueling and I don't know, a bunch of neat stuff. I also did... Um, the universal photo package. Remember I told you I got that? Yeah. Yeah. How did okay. that turn out for you? Uh, I maxed it out. I mean, I used it for everything. Like any picture I could get, I did, which I'm really thrilled. I got the ET pictures and I got this, I got that. I can't imagine anyone paying for this thing. <laughs> I mean, I happen to have like a $50 like coupon code, which is right. why I used it. So I really only paid $30, I think for this. I cannot imagine it's 80 bucks. someone paying 80 dollars for this yeah yeah i can't either 80 bucks to get a picture with spider-man no i can't i just can't fathom it but I, i'm glad i did it once were the marvel characters out and about when you walked through i you know what we spent very little time in marvel we almost were at like harry potter probably 60 percent of the days right so i didn't spend too much time you there you did the spider-man ride though right of course yeah, yeah. got it Go. And we got a picture with Spider-Man, so, you know, that was all good. Awesome. But, Fantastic. Yeah. You know, it's a good and, trip. And then you left from there and drove home. Yeah, yeah. We left shockingly early because we were legit done at, like, 2 o'clock. Like, there was no more Universal to do. We were just like, should we do Jimmy Fallon? 
No. <laughs> well, it sounds like you had a pretty awesome trip. It was crazy, but good. Yeah. Well, I am. Uh, I'm very happy for you guys. Really glad that it was that good. Um, and remember when we said we were going to do a short episode tonight? We were both like, yeah, we, that didn't yeah, work out. Two Sorry hours later, this is like a, one of our My longest fault. episodes ever. No, no, no. We everyone enjoyed hearing about it. So, uh, you got anything else you want to add? No, I'm done adding. Well, when is okay? So when's the next trip? Uh, well, speculatively, I I think the the next trip might be uh, West Coast. Ugh, really? I I can't help but I really like it. All right, all right. Well. Okay, well, uh, then without any further ado, that's going to do for Two Men in the Mouse this week, folks. Thank you so much for joining us, and welcome back, Peter Mandel. We missed you while you were gone, and we're glad that you're back home and, and safe in New Jersey. Yay. Yeah. Uh, folks, if you love our good friend Peter Mandel and you missed him so dearly, why don't you drop by and see him at Rogue Comics over there at 105 North Union Avenue in Cranford, New Jersey, 07016, or check him out at roguecomics.com, where you can find a link to Pete's eBay store. And folks, if you're planning a trip to Walt Disney World, Disney Cruise, uh, Universal Orlando, any Disney resort throughout the known world, check out our good friend and sponsor Dave Weikert of Magical Travel, who you can find on, who you can find at on Facebook as Magical Travel Dave or email DisneyDaveW at Verizon.net. Uh, if you're renting a crib or stroller on your next trip, please check out KingdomStrollers.com where you, they will deliver the crib or stroller of your dreams right to your Disney resort. If you want to apply the wisdom of Walt to your daily life, please check out Jeff Barnes's the Beyond the Wisdom of Walt, uh, which takes place in Walt Disney World. It takes you all through Walt Disney World. It's Walt Disney World based, big picture, Spaceship Earth on the cover. You're absolutely going to love it. Check it out on Amazon.com. Uh, and folks, for me... <clears throat> My, uh, the finale of the Ross and Annie series, Ross and Annie Rise of the Dragon Lord, does come out um, on December the 5th. It's currently on sale for pre-order right now for just $2.99 on Kindle. Paperbacks will be available on December the 5th. Um, it's the finale of the series, so please check it out. Also, I am doing Uber rides, so if you guys want to uh, you know, sign up for an Uber ride, you can always uh, send me a message on Facebook over at facebook.com slash Kevin J. Kessler author. I've also recently started my own business. Hope you guys, if any of you guys have any freelance writing needs, whether it be um, SEO style blogs or social media uh, scheduling or management or website content, please reach out to me as well. Facebook.com slash Kevin J. Kessler author. Uh, I'd love to hear from you guys. Thank you guys so much for joining us again this and every week. Pete, any closing words? No, I think I've said enough. Yeah. All right, folks. Uh, well, please keep the magic alive every day of your lives. We will see you next week on Two Men and the Mouse.